jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. fans and welcome to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast thank you guys for being back with us here for episode 276 it is monday june the 27th 2022 we're here to romp you through the world of retro wrestling as always i'm joe Murata, joined by michael quinn how you doing there michael howdy diddy well it is another week in the world of retro wrestling is it, it is, not yeah very active retro wrestling very um, active community it's always live it is we're always uh, live there's here there's always new content yep. in the retro wrestling and community. we're coming to you live obviously here on monday june 27th yeah. totally live i stop what i'm doing just when you are listening everyone yep. and uh you know, if your ear holes are hearing this, I have stopped to talk to you. And on that note, we're thankful that your ear holes are hearing this, yeah. uh, wherever you might be today, uh, whatever you might be doing. Thank you for being with us here for a little while as we romp you through the world of retro wrestling. We have some topics in store for you, but before we get to the things, we have the stuff. One of the stuffs that you can do is go over to Twitter at OVP Podcast on Twitter. Follow us there for daily wrestling gifts and zero drama. That's OVP Podcast on Twitter. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. This is a, a place, Quinn, yes. where people can get... It's like gifts, but they have sound and they're longer. It's incredible, really. It's a, it's a complete advance in technology. It um, is. You know, before, you know, we call them on YouTube, we call it talkies, obviously, because <laughs> it's it's more... Right. It's got audio, so, <laughs> um, but it's, it's a big thing now, and you got to get into this YouTube. So go to our talkie channel. That's our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube for the talkies. And, of course... The latest in the 1984 canon. And let's not fail to mention every episode of WBF Body Stars. A huge, you want a huge boon. You gotta want it. Yeah, you gotta want that. <laughs> anyway, you can also email us, of course, at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. Quinn, if people want to talk to you and me and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics, where might they go? Over at facebook.com slash body stars, where all the body stars are there. Tony Legday, Tony Kirk Legday is there. Yeah. the body star himself. That's right. Um, they're all they're all hanging out there, and it's got a search bar oh. that works out also, I heard. How does that work out? It, it, it does bar lift thing, you know, with the search bar. Oh, I get it, yeah. Type in the good. search bar, our vantage point, dash retro wrestling podcast, bing, bang, boom, tube score, kafloey. Uh, hit the join group button, and you're in, and you can work out with us. It's for everybody who cares about their body yeah. really and the only thing we care about is you agree to one rule when you join this body stars group one rule only which is don't be what Quinn a dunderhead don't be a dunderhead you could be a meathead though yeah we're all, okay with that all, we're accepting about anybody <laughs> that has the, the beef yeah 100% grade A beef bring your grade A beef here and also bring your retro wrestling questions, opinions, thoughts, commentaries, whatever it might be. All we're asking you to do when we say don't be a dunderhead is don't be an asshole. Yes, that's the more simple. Why, why have we not changed it to just don't be an asshole? How about after episode 300? Okay. That's what we do. Okay. okay when we talk about the group. Uh, and what we mean by that is, look, you can disagree. That's totally expected. People have different opinions. We're not. That's fine. What we don't want is people to then take their disagreements and somehow whittle them into personal attacks none of that we don't want don't that. do it okay that's not necessary that's not what this group is for so yeah. don't do that yeah that's the point but talk about retro wrestling have fun doing it that's on our facebook group and also 
with a new month coming up this Friday, by the way. Want to remind you guys that you can you can get the extra OVP content over on patreon.com slash OVP podcast. What you're going to find there is every WWF pay-per-view reviewed in order since the first WrestleMania. The latest one right now is King of the Ring 95. But guess what? This weekend, Michael Quinn. Oh, yeah? The second in your house. The second time they're giving away a house. The second house giveaway. Yes, of course. I entered that one. You did, huh? Yeah, oh, I didn't good. win. Uh, <laughs> did anyone, really? Yeah. Uh, and plus, Jeff Jarrett sings, so oh. maybe we're all winners. Does that mean he's leaving finally? Because isn't that what he said? <laughs> we'll have to find out. Now, this includes, like I said, every pay-per-view in order. Give it a shot. Maybe we maybe wait until the first. Maybe wait until Friday. You it know, might be the best time. Kick off your weekend with a brand new month of OVP. Every WWF pay-per-view reviewed, plus... The Monday Night Raw canon from 1993. Wow. That's right. You know how we do the 1984 canon here on the, the regular show? Well, we've got a Monday Night Raw version, and that's on the $2 deer. Unbelievable. Tier. Yes. So that's patreon.com slash OVP podcast if you want to donate. Now, Michael. Yes. Halfway through the season. We are. We've had a new opening segment all season long. The bumper for this segment has achieved widespread critical, critical acclaim. Critical acclaim. Um, I heard it's up for an Emmy or one of those, yeah. whatever they give to podcasts. It's actually going to be in the uh, Wrestling Observer Awards next year. Really? Yeah. That's, oh, it's true. You're submitting it. I'm submitting it. No, okay. someone else did already. Oh, they, I think. they already did. Now, match. <laughs> match. Match. What we're talking about, and we are taking your suggestions, you can do that on Facebook, there's a pin post, is we're taking two things. And we're putting them against each other because really when it comes down to wrestling arguments, one of the most basic fundamental arguments you can have is what is better, right? Yeah. So we've taken two things, you know, we've talked about Gorilla and Jesse versus Gorilla and Bobby, for example, or last week we did Demolition versus the Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. We did the Ultimate Warrior versus Sting. This is the OVP versus series. <laughs> to the OVP versus series where Quinn, do we worry about Vanna White here? No, we only worry about Andre That's worrying it. about Vanna White. That's the only thing we worry about here. So again, submit your questions, your suggestions over on Facebook, but we've got, this one was suggested by two people, and uh, and I'm surprised because it's not one I would have thought of, but that's why we have you fans out there. Okay. So, Quinn and I are each taking a side on this one. Okay. The question is, which is truly the number two pay-per-view in the WWF? I will be representing... SummerSlam. It's summertime! And the living is anything but easy! Quinn, what do you got? I got the Royal Rumble. It's time to rumble! It's time for the Royal Rumble! This was submitted by Bill Rivard and Christian Ouellette. Our hot, fa- hot topic question. A hot team of people yeah. to submit. Our favorite Francophone, Christian Ouellette. Oh, Francophone, Remember yes. the Francophone? Yes. <laughs> Just making I, sure. I, I play them all the time. <laughs> so anyway, SummerSlam versus Royal Rumble as the true number two in the WWF. I'll make my case, Quinn, then you make yours and we'll talk about okay. it, okay? So obviously SummerSlam is promoted by the WWF these days as the biggest party of the summer. Yes. But ever since its inception in 1988, it was a very high-profile event of one-on-one matches, typically, and some tags. It wasn't a specialty like Survivor Series or Royal Rumble, where you had the... Just just a card. It was a card in the same vein as a WrestleMania. Never really achieved the same importance, obviously, for various reasons. But a lot of classic matches on there, a lot of classic intercontinental title matches, world Mm -hmm. title matches... A lot of history made on SummerSlam, and especially during the glory years, which is what we talk about, you know, like 20 years back and earlier, 
a lot of feel-good moments on SummerSlam. It just really feels like the end of the summer, the climax. I really like it, and I would say that it, it is the true number two Quinn Royal Rumble. Well, I think the Royal Rumble is the number two because, and I understand that until uh, 93, it wasn't official or anything, but even before, I mean, the Royal Rumble match, to me, it's the most special match of the year, and I know that for a lot of people it is too. It's one of the rare times of the year you get to see every World Federation superstar in the ring all at once, doing battle, doing combat. Got to get the guy over the rope. It's a reverse battle royal, so you don't. It, it's not like a zillion people, so you can't tell what the hell's going on at the beginning. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's actually like a really great idea. And every year, it always felt like they ramped up the Royal Rumble. Like first, it was kind of like, "What the fuck is a Royal Rumble?" And then, they, <laughs> then you know, people had questions about the rules and things went wrong and blah blah blah. And then they added the stip that you were the number one contender if you win. And then over even minor improvements over the years, like then they started adding music when you came out. Oh sure, like, yeah. and, and shit like that. And then it just became this big thing. And it, it you know, who won the Royal Rumble? Even it, it went on to become like this. Who are they? Who's going to be the big star this year, right? Whoever wins the Royal Rumble is going to be the big star. Sure. But on top of that, I genuinely like that the card is shorter to accommodate for the Royal Rumble because it cuts out all the fucking fat. No, even though we did get some Dino Bravo stuff in some of these, <laughs> but like you know, you know what I mean though. I it's like less junk. It's jam packed, right? It's like we got to fit in all we can fit in right before the Royal Rumble match. It. All great points, Michael. Yeah. Very good. Very good case. I would say that a good way to do this, because again, we deal with retro mainly here, is why don't we walk through year by year, and we'll just quickly, we're not going to do an in-depth thing, we'll quickly decide yeah. which one was better that year, just for fun, just a fun little exercise. Okay. I say we cut it off in 2001, because that's sure. usually like our cutoff on this show. That's usually our rule. One day we're going to have to lift it. I mean, the, the, As the older is, we get that's here. That's a long time ago now. It is. Well, it is a retro show. Yeah. Let's start with 88. And this one, I mean, it's not really fair, because the Royal Rumble of 88 wasn't a pay-per-view. Right. It was really, literally, originally booked as a house show, and then they got time. Mm -hmm. So I think SummerSlam 88 just wins by default. Right. It, it's not fair to the Royal Rumble either. I mean, it's not. That's it's a not USA a fair. Network special, correct? And in Canada, <laughs> had that hideous shit at the end when they tried to extend it, <laughs> right? And there's a bunch of francophones there. Yeah. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Hey, your up, you SummerSlam shitted. Hold on, croissant breath. I'm the only one that gets to talk to those Royal Rumble rejects that way. And who the fuck do you think you are, Oscar Mayer mistress? Bubsy bub bub ha ha fish stx, wee wee wee. Go shave your pits. Right after you buy some gasoline for your car. Bite off thy blah blah blah. Shut your beret. Pepe la pussy. Cholesterol love No one even understood that, you moose toucher. Go suck a fun girl Sam. Are you as turned on as I am? More. Anyway, 89. This is when they're more equal. Yeah. But I'd say, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but I think SummerSlam 89 top to bottom is one of the best shows they ever did in that era. I yeah, think it's better that, than that, Rumble. Th this is still the era of like, I think they've they've consciously made the decision that SummerSlam's a little bit bigger than a Raw Rumble. Okay. But I think once we hit 90, then it starts to get questionable, See, right? 90, 
Royal Rumble 90 is another one of the best shows they ever did. Yeah, exactly. I it's would, like, why don't we do the thing we did to the SummerSlam in 89, but let's do it to the Royal Rumble, right? I would say that Rumble 90, with its incredible uh, Big Boss Man versus Jim Duggan match. Uh, unbelievable match. The, the entertainment value of the Rougeos, Bushwhackers, and the Genius and Beefcake. Yeah. But then you got the Royal Rumble. Obviously, the Royal Rumble, the, the Brother Love show. Yeah. It's one of the best Royal Rumbles they ever did, too. Right. So... Point to 1990, point to Royal Rumble. Right. 91, I think I got to go SummerSlam. Tell me what you think. Uh, ooh. Yeah, 91. It's, Brett Perfect. Yeah, 91 Royal Rumble isn't anything to write home about. No. Plus uh, 90. Well, then, it, to me, hmm. it's, that one's always stained by the fact that it's like, why is Hulk Hogan winning this? Like, Well, that's one of the questions, but it does have the very, very fun and interesting Ultimate Warrior Sergeant Slaughter thing. That's true. It that is the really good. The world title does change hands at the Royal Rumble. It does for Which, the first you time. You know, I will say this about that Rumble. That's one of those Rumbles where you start to really feel that, okay, the Royal Rumble, you know, stuff that happens here does kind of have an impact on WrestleMania. Right, yes. You know what I mean? And the D- Even though it wasn't the Rumble itself in this case. The DiBiase uh, Virgil breakup yeah. also happens well, there. Well, there's a lot of storyline shit. However, and an excellent opener with the Rockers and the Orient Express. This is actually getting harder than I thought. Right. However, SummerSlam 91 also has the sort of resolution, if you will, to the Ted DiBiase Virgil. It you does. I mean? And a feel-good moment. Feel-good moment. Plus, it's got the... Um, perfect and Brett. Perfect and the Brett. Hitman. Mountie. You're not... Your finger. You're not... Knife them out! Do you Give get... Me your finger. You want the finger? Where's the finger? Yeah! Ouch! I think it's that, a better show overall. I think it's, yeah, I think that year it's a better show. I agree with you. But so, 92, I don't even think is a fucking option here. Listen, as much as I love SummerSlam 92, that's, and that's you know Rumble that. That's Rumble at its best. Yeah, Rumble, with, with the stakes. And like, the whole card is fun. The whole it's card a fun is good. show. You got the genius shit with, with fucking Jameson. Jameson. Like, oh my God. You got the Piper winning the IC. Yeah. I, it's, the opener's good. It's There's really no matching Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble 92 is like best case scenario for the Royal Rumble. It really is. So, yep. okay, point to uh, Royal Rumble for 92. 93. Three. As much as you hate that SummerSlam this, ending, this is this is tough. For no me because way. In both cases, these are garbage. SummerSlam all the way, baby. Yeah, but that Luger ending, Joe. Yeah, it but really, it puts a damper on listen, that, that whole program. Besides the excellent Bret Hart Razor Ramon match at the Royal Rumble, what else is good there? <laughs> Yoko man? won because Macho Man thought pins, and for the millionth time, the Macho Man didn't know the rules of the Royal Rumble, and <laughs> finally comes back to haunt him. It did. They don't give him like a pass this time. No. <laughs> um, no, but SummerSlam, Quinn. You got the Steiners yeah. versus the Heavenly Bodies. It's like slightly better, but that's like saying Brett, like this Doink, shit Waller. smells less than the other one. But which shit does smell less? SummerSlam uh, 93? SummerSlam smells less than Royal Rumble. We did. Listen, we reviewed both. You can get those at patreon.com slash OVP podcast. We reviewed both, and you and I were in, in unanimous agreement that Royal Rumble 93 is very bad. It's terrible. It's not a good event. Yeah. As much as I wanted it to be, it's, it's like not good. It's like they don't good. know what to do because everyone left. And it hurts the Royal Rumble the most because it's like they're they're the immediate recipients. Like even WrestleMania right. doesn't even have to feel the brunt of that. <laughs> right, because they fixed it by <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah. Uh, 94, I like both shows a real lot. What are you thinking about 94? I really like the tie at the end of the Royal I know a lot of people don't like that, but I the whole like commotion at the end is actually really interesting. It is. Like, uh, it, they, and again, it's, I always love when they do something unique with the Royal Rumble, right? Right. They, that they haven't done, like a tie. Nobody expected that, right? True. How do you even Nobody get a tie in a Royal Rumble? <laughs> right? I guess, yeah. But they found a way. The Undertaker Yokozuna stuff, as much as it gets shat on, I, I think it's great. I think it's fucking I, awesome. I, I really do too, because I think it's a, it's a, it to me, it's the end of the, the classic Taker chapter. 
Right. Right. Like that's that's the, the other the gray taker. Yeah, and and it brings on more powerful purple taker. Remember, and, and, and more, wind power. Yeah, wind power. Marty Jannetty. Enhanced it's got, to of, it's got it, things happen. <laughs> I like that we've we've started to appreciate the like the changes in the, the canon, Undertaker's yeah. canon here. But not only that, Quinn, you and I'm not being sarcastic. You were very impressed by IRS versus Razor Ramon. You were. You gave it like three stars or something. You That's were the most you were an IRS it. match we'll ever get. But I think we're missing the, the lead here is Brett and Owen versus the Quebecers and the whole right. thing there. That's true. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. Then again, SummerSlam 94, you and I both really liked. It's got a, a really, really good uh, Alundra Blaze versus Bull Nakano match. Yeah. It has Razor versus Diesel, which you were over the moon about. That was a great match. It's got the, the cage. We're both like, yeah, it's, it's fine. I don't love we that like WrestleMania yeah. 10 better, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't even like lo- like the more I looked back at that, the more I was like, this is very house show. Underwhelming. Yeah, yeah it like, is very house show. Yeah, you're it's, you're it's, right. It, it's kind of like to me, that's the stain on SummerSlam that I think really gives Royal Rumble the edge that year. Is that that fucking the main event really doesn't meet the expectations? It's a great match. It's it just it like, is. It is. It's just like Owen has no fucking chance. Owen has no chance. The best part of it is the drama afterwards. Yeah, with all the Hart brothers and Jim Neidhart and Bulldog. Mm-hmm. That's fun. The Undertaker versus Undertaker thing is really stupid. And oh, and SummerSlam's got Lex. Oh Tonka. God, I forgot we even the Jank Takers at that one. Yeah, yeah I think, think we give the. I really was surprisingly loved Royal Rumble '94. Yes, I, it was good. I actually want to give it the point. Yeah, believe it or it not, the, let's give it the point that year. Now '95, we haven't gotten there in the pay per view for SummerSlam yet. Rumble '95 is actually not bad. Isn't, but I think and, SummerSlam's. And I know the Royal Rumble's weak, but I do still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still like how they. The the selling that Shawn Michaels survived from number one again. We did a unique thing with the Royal Rumble again, right? Yeah. We had the number one win, yeah, because we 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 danced with it with Ric Flair, with but we three, didn't yeah. we didn't actually do it. So just cut the match in half, and yeah. there you go, have him win it. Don't worry, other people will eventually win it at full length. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the the thing about ninety five is it isn't that bad. Razor Jarrett's good. Brett Diesel is very good, but it has no ending. Yeah, SummerSlam '95. I know we haven't got there yet. That's coming up in but, August. But I mean, here's the SummerSlam thing: SummerSlam '95 is better. I want, I want to say one thing about SummerSlam '95. Go ahead. That show would suck total ass without the ladder match, and the ladder match was added. Well, that's what always gets me. It's like that show's generally not that great. It isn't that bad. It's got Bret Hart versus Isaac Yankin, which is okay. Yeah, it's not great. Diesel I think Mabel the Royal Rumble '95 is better. No way. You really do? I mean, we're judging. Pure garbage we against each other here. The thing is, we haven't seen uh, SummerSlam 95 in a long time intentionally because we know we're reviewing right. it. So I can't objectively say it. it in my head, SummerSlam 95 was very like a one-match show. I don't know, though. Isn't there like Triple H versus... Uh, is it one, two, three kid or something on there? That, nobody remembers that. It's good. Whatever. <laughs> there, there's a match on there that's good, but fuck it. I yeah. haven't seen it. I'll acquiesce to you. 96 SummerSlam all the way. Rumble 96 sucks ass. Yeah. Doesn't it? I mean, wait, is that the one? It's got the crappy Bret Hart Undertaker match. Not the one Austin one. That's no, that's the one where they're, where the fucking like all those Lucha Libre guys are there. And you're like, who are these people? Uh, That's 97. Oh, that's 97. 97 Also, what, what even happens at night? I know Shawn Michaels wins, but it's, it's less whelming. You know what I mean? There's less whelm. That's when he wins the rumble, but not the world title back, which is the next year. Okay. Yeah. 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 He wins the rumble, which is another one of those. I remember the fucking matches at that one. 96. Brett Undertaker, but it's crummy. <laughs> Remember, and Diesel interferes at the end and gives Undertaker right, the finger. Right. It's not a good match, though. Yeah. Uh, the 
the Goldust uh, Razor Ramon, which is not very good, but, what's but it's SummerSlam '96. That yeah, that's the Vader Sean, which thing. is pretty good. It's not it's all right. It's no Vader Sting or Sean Diesel, but it's pretty good. That's another one where I can't tell you anything else that fucking happened other than Shawn Michaels versus Vader and Sean like getting mad at him for like fucking up or something. It's extremely unnotable. I'll yeah. give you that, but I think I have to give the edge to SummerSlam. The Rumble, fact that Rumble. Cornette's managing someone in the main <laughs> event and it's not Yokozuna it is it. upsetting. You hate it. I'm, I'm going SummerSlam unless you can stop me. I'll I, give think, I still think it's better. Okay, you want to take that it's one. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I, I remember it being better. 97. 97's an interesting year. So yes. I love that Royal Rumble. I love that Austin Very like, fun. gets the screw. I love the Brett big, gets the, the screw. The, the, I'm saying Austin gets to screw them. Oh, gets Sorry. to screw them. Yeah. yeah. Austin, like being a total douchebag, finally oh, yeah. like pays off for Stone Cold, right? But I love that they wink at the audience and they have him toss out all the crap. Yes. As there's they a enter. Lot of, and he does the thing with his watch. Yeah, it's good. Watch and it's, it's great. But not only that, Sean winning the title back in a yeah. decent, it's a decent match, match against decent, Sid. Yeah. Decent. It's a good follow up to like what happened at Survivor Series. Yeah. But, but I'd say SummerSlam, I mean, it's got. A notable match. It's not great, but um, Mankind versus Triple H in the cage. It's, well, it's got Bret Hart, Undertaker. Much better than the Rumble 96 Even match, yes. I would probably say that year. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. Also, it's in the Meadowlands, so I'm partial to it. Good point there. Yeah. He taught me how to, that I had a gift to take it to my fullest extent. So now I'm going to school for computer graphics. 98. 98. They're both pretty good, but I, again, I'm thinking SummerSlam. Royal Rumble 98. Well, that's so the that's, Austin, that's wins. Austin wins. Cold right? Stone. Cold Stone. Vader Goldust in the opener. Yeah. LOD versus uh, New Age Outlaws. Huh. Sean uh, Undertaker in the casket, which is actually really good. That is good. But SummerSlam 98 has D'Lo Brown in the best version of them yeah. against Val Venus. It's got the Intercontinental Ladder Match Rock I'll versus uh, Triple H. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a good card. Jeff um, Jarrett versus uh, X-Pac. I want to point this out. What? The, the reason that I always <laughs> didn't like this SummerSlam is because the logo. <laughs> I love the logo. <laughs> I hate the logo. The Undertaker and Austin that, swinging the things. No, but the SS thing. Oh, oh like, the SummerSlam logo, logo. Yeah, like the like the black and oh, red. Yeah. No, or the what, logo like, stinks. It's a terrible logo. And they should have just left it. But, yeah. Uh, the main event, Austin Undertaker's pretty good. Yeah. I'm, go I'm going SummerSlam again. Okay, well, I think SummerSlam, not, that edges it there. Yeah. Now, SummerSlam 99 pisses me the fuck off. It's You're in the depths of, of shit over there. Well, well, the reason it bugs me is in the main event, Mankind's added to it so he can be the one to pin Austin. Oh, this it's, is that, yeah. It's yes. always irritated me because it was everything was building to a Steve Austin Triple H <sighs> match. And at the last second... Good. Like, no, not good. <laughs> not good. Stinks. No. What What's even more upsetting about this one at SummerSlam is uh, the Rock versus Billy Gunn in a Kiss My Ass match. Yeah, sorry, Billy Gunn fact. Yeah. But, you know, but in all seriousness, the main event is pretty good. Tess versus Shane McMahon is surprisingly That's good. fucking weird at this match. The uh, Lion's the, Den. The unholy alliance of Big Show and Taker versus Kane and Xbox. No one cared. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I think people did, actually. I, I think I liked Kane and yeah. Xbox. Al Snow, Bossman, and the Hardcore. Yeah. So the thing is, is then this goes up against Rumble 99, which is crummy. <laughs> yeah. It's got that... Uh, 99. Uh, the, 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 not the year the, for... The void of, yeah. like, what the hell even was happening at this, show, at this time period. I would say the thing with... Um, I can tell you nothing other than McMahon won and everyone was all fucking mad about it, which they should have been. I mean, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. But, um, but, but the, the thing is, is that... Um, 
the I Quit match, Rock Mankind is brutal to watch. I can't rewatch. It's tough, man. It's I mean, brutal to rewatch. At the time, at the time, I, time I thought it was incredible that yeah. these guys were willing to like do this shit. Yeah. Right? It's like <sighs> I gotta yeah. go point SummerSlam. I think. Right? What do you think? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I don't I'll know, leave it up though. to you. I, I'll give you the pick. You know what the problem with this is? I would give it to Raw Rumble if because I think the Rock Mankind feud was just really fucking good and I liked it. However, the Royal Rumble being Vince and he's like not even like in it most of the time or whatever it was like kind of like a damper. The storyline like, is good. A lot but of the, damper. The, uh, the storyline is good, but the match is really bad. The Rumble match. Yeah. But then not only that, the undercard is Big Boss Man versus Road Dog, Shamrock versus Billy Gunn, X Pac, Gangrel. It's like fucking raw. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing special about this. So okay. point to SummerSlam. Point to SummerSlam here. All right, 2000 now. Now, yeah. both now events this, are I excellent. I fucking love Royal Rumble 2000. Royal Rumble 2000 might be one of my favorite shows in this time period. Oh, I know. Like, I love it. Well, you know what? This is going to be a tough one because yeah. it's got the triangle ladder with yeah. the Hardys, Dudleys, yep. and... Um, oh, just excuse me. The Hardys versus the Dudleys. Yeah. Pardon me. Which is good. Yes. It's got Chris Jericho finally getting rid of the co yeah no more co with china that and, was very celebratory and hardcore holly like yeah. horning into that by the way uh the outlaws beating the acolytes I which is whatever i didn't mind this like i know it was short but yeah. like whatever I, I remember being like okay cool and, and then one of the best matches of the year triple h versus cactus jack unbelievable match. it is it is and then man or mankind getting help from rock and then he yep. really poos his way out the door yep. like and uncuffs him now the rumble match we we did the whole royal rank of this, this royal rumble. it's fun it's it's not as good as quinn thinks but it's I, very fun oh my god it's very fun king is a riot king is fun <laughs> and um you know, The Rock wins, and... We, I know Big Show is like, look, look, look. Everyone's like, fuck you, you're a heel now. No, a, you're Big Show, and no one gives a shit. Right? And B, no one cares. Yeah, no like, one cares. I, and I said that in the first point, but again, nobody no, gives a nobody shit. Nobody cares. Yeah. Big Show, The Rock realizes what just took place. The Rock realizes that you've got a hard-fought victory. Well, congratulations. But The Rock has but one thing to say to you. Somebody got a haircut. Uh-oh. But on the other hand, SummerSlam 2000 is a very good show as well. But it's not... Uh, I mean, X-Pac Road Dog is not very good. The right to censor thing, not very good. The the It's weird that Road Dog, who, who's such a luminary in 1995, went on to be like kind of not... Mediocre? I mean, <laughs> yeah, he was so great at the beginning. The highest points of SummerSlam 2000 are Steve Blackman versus Shane McMahon, what believe it or not. about the tables, ladders, and, and chairs? Well, that would be next. Yeah. Yes, and the tables, ladders, and chairs match. I remember which Steve Blackman really versus Shane McMahon being fucking awesome. It was. Yeah, yeah. The problem, Kane Undertaker is a pointless brawl that ends in nothing. Uh, and then what the about main, Voldemort and Jericho. It's good. It's not neither yeah, the best for me. Two out of three guy. falls there. It's good. The Rock, uh, Triple H, and Kurt Angle triple threat gets hampered because Angle legitimately gets like knocked out of the match yeah. early and has to come back. Well, I mean, Joe, also don't forget about the stink face match between the cat and Terry. Oh, yeah. It's Excuse a huge me. deal. I might have to give the point to Royal Rumble on this one. Yeah, Royal Rumble. I actually I, like it more. It's hard to compete with that fucking no holes barred match with, yeah. with Mankind and, and uh, Triple H there. And the triangle ladder. I don't know. I, I just, yeah. I, I feel it more. I'm feeling this. And then finally, Quinn. Yes. We'll st we're stopping in 2001. I know we could go on, folks. Yeah. I mean, we, we do understand that. We're just doing this as a sample size for the glory years, right? Yeah. Royal Rumble 01 is a pretty good card with a very, very, very good Royal Rumble. Right. Uh, it's excellent. It's the one that Austin wins for the third time. Also, they had this is 
they brought back the um, old poster with the guys walking in yeah, the street. They did. That fucking they was did. awesome. Yep. I remember being amped up about this show just because of that poster. I love they the poster. exposed it on the dot com before yep. the show came out. It was really good, that I poster. I printed that poster into a VHS-sized piece of paper and put it on my VHS I believe tape. I've seen that. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> uh, the car was pretty good, though. I mean, uh, Voldemort took on Jericho again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dudleys took on Edge and Christian. The uh, the ivory China thing is uh, horrible. What about Kurt Angle versus Triple Horse? I mean, it's one of those long Triple H matches, and Angle's not the Kurt Angle yet, so it's okay. Right. SummerSlam 01, I don't remember loving this one. Yeah, me either. It's been so long it's since like I saw it. a weird year, because honestly... WrestleMania was fucking amazing, and, like, the other pay-per-views around it are... They're not bad. They're no. just, like, they're kind of whatever. They're whatever, yeah. yeah. The the best thing, I guess, is the the Angle versus Austin thing is good. It ends in a DQ, oh, but it's Joe, good. I mean, what, do you, what about the whole WCW versus WF, you know, <sighs> Brothers of Destruction and... Versus know. DDP and Kenny, yeah. yeah. Guess who wins that one? Yeah. Uh, also, and- I mean, you got... You got warfare here. WC- the whole card is WCW yeah. versus I hated WF. It. I hated it. Yeah. I think by proxy of being involved with the invasion angle, it's going to yeah. lose this. Oh, speaking of which, uh, The Rock defeats Booker T to win the WCW championship in the main event. That shit was dumb. Yeah, uh, I'm going Royal Rumble. <laughs> now, again, folks, well, let's do the final tally here. That would be SummerSlam 8 and Royal Rumble 6, so very close. Yeah. Now, obviously, this isn't going to settle the real debate here. I mean, and, we'd have to go through every single yeah, one, yeah. clearly. But and we, we do not have time for that. we wanted to give you guys a taste, a right, taste. of like, let's see how they kind of match up, right? So, overall, uh, yeah, SummerSlam kind of edged it out here. I think that it depends on preference, because there are years, Quim, where, and even you have to admit this, the Royal Rumble is very underwhelming and very Here's boring. The thing. There are times. One thing I wanted to say in the Royal Rumble's favor in that regard. The closing argument is even in a bad year for the Royal Rumble, I think there's just an innate, like, fun factor to that. You could stop watching WF the whole year. Oh, I from do. Wrestle, which I do, too. I do from, it all the time. From WrestleMania to Royal Rumble. And you and you can hop right back in at the Royal Rumble, and they're like, this is everybody that's going to fucking matter in the WrestleMania event. And you don't have to watch anything else in between after it. Like you It's just, true. You're like, okay. Like, I just, now you told me who, uh, like, I watched this here. I didn't know who the fuck Madcap Moss was, but <laughs> now I was a fan. Uh, and, and then when I watched the, the Hustle Mania and I saw him at it, I think he was at it. I was like, great. I know him. I know. I know yeah. him. Yeah. And there's something to be said, Quinn, for how it sets the table for WrestleMania. Yeah. I'll give you that. Uh, my final thoughts on SummerSlam is I think that. Because WrestleMania is in April, SummerSlam's in August, enough time passes where, especially back when you only had four, mm-hmm. but even now, that it really, you do need another big one. You know, you need another one. End of the summer type of deal. And SummerSlam, especially in the in the 90s, really filled that void very well. When booked properly, there's been some classic SummerSlams. Yeah. Uh, 89. Are, 89 being prime one. prime example. Yep. Uh, and obviously, same with Royal Rumble. 92 being a great example. Yeah. Or 90, right? Yeah. So, folks, we're going to leave it up to you. There will be a poll, as there always is, on our Facebook group. Make sure you go there, and you also follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast or shoot us an email. But make sure you join that group if you have Facebook. Let us know what you think is better. But, Quinn, when we come back, we are barreling through the end of 1984. Yes. It's another week in the 1984 count, and this time December 8th, WWF Championship Wrestling. That is coming up right after this. (laughs) 
WWF referees are trained to be impartial, maintain composure, and by all means, stay out of harm's way. Yeah, right. I have the power. Jesse the Body Ventura returns to the ring for an out-of-body experience. It's the body rules. It's my rules or the highway. WWF SummerSlam, presented live by Chef Boyardee. Sunday, August 22nd on Pay-Per-View. The world will get shot. Hello, wrestling fans. While we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Book in the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Booking the Territory. And check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television. Maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Booking the Territory and GFA Live. Hiya! Hello, wrestling fans and patrons, and welcome back to the 1984 canon. I'm Joe Morata. That's Michael Quinn. Howdy. Hi, Michael. We're back, baby. We are back, and you might be listening to this on our audio version, which is very cool, but make sure you check out our YouTube channel for the video version. It's good. It is good. And you YouTubers, welcome back here. If this is your first time, as always, we apologize that we look like this. Sorry. We know we do. It's fine. We're not twins or anything. I think think we look great. (laughs) So... I don't know. Well, if you, you, if go. you got a problem with it, maybe you're the weird one, well, right? Well, maybe. Yeah. But either way, thank you for uh, visiting us here on our YouTube channel or just listening along to episode 276 mm. of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. You YouTube, you YouTubers out there, you easy for me YouTube. to say, you YouTubers out there, yo, yeah. we got a, uh, a Retro Wrestling Podcast that we've been doing every single Monday for like almost six years. It's a, so, it's a long time. It's a long time. So if you like retro wrestling talk, and and obviously you might if you're watching this, uh, check out our audio show. And again, you audio people, don't miss out on the video version. Give it a spin every now and then and check it out with us one way or another. We thank you for being here, and we want to remind you that if you like the video version of these 1984 canons we've been doing, Mm -hmm. but you also like the 90s WWF, right? We have a Monday Night Raw version that we've been doing now for about a, over a month now. Yeah, and you it's can a, get in on the ground floor still. Yep, it's a February of 93 we're in. You can get every episode of Raw in order every single Friday, and that's patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Link is in the description as well. But anyway, Quinn, we are here December 8th, 1984. Join our heroes again in the, in the canon. We're going to join the heroes in the canon, but first got to join them in the calendar. What do we got? Let's see. We got one birthday this week. Um, Nick Bockwinkle, who definitely works here, <laughs> he is, uh, it's his birthday on the 6th. Okay. Uh, so that's what? exciting, I guess. Can I, does, why, why is he on that calendar? I don't know. Next week's got a great birthday, well, but not I, I'm not gonna, not until I'm next gonna spoil week. it, but 
But okay, well, Nick Bockwinkle. Happy birthday to Nick Bockwinkle. There he no- is. Noted uh, WWF 1984 star. Yeah, huge star <laughs> on the on this canon. Were they planning on getting him or something? I don't know. There's a it? lot of people in there that you, there's questions. There, there's like, a lot of questions. Yeah. But, you know, we still have some questions because last week, if you recall, the most noteworthy thing to happen besides Johnny V's gold coat was Andre the Giant had a big mystery partner, Quinn. It didn't turn out like a good mystery partner. No, it was SD Jones. See, that was bold of Andre to pick like a jobber to be his like tag partner. He was like, I, I don't need anyone good to be yeah, you. Like, y- you would think, you know, I'm facing two big stars here. Maybe I should Stud get Patera. like Hulk Hogan or something. I don't know. Like, Gee, what a concept. Yeah. But instead it's SD Joan. And at some point, Stud and Patera get a hold of Andre after the match. They cut his damn hair. And Vince is pissed. Andre's pissed. The fans are throwing garbage. SD Jones did nothing. No, he did nothing. <laughs> I, I can't even believe his like lack of help in this situation. <laughs> it was pretty. Like, they poor. just kind of like punched him, and he was like, "Bye." Like, <laughs> didn't Bobby punch him? And I then think he was. Bobby did it. Yeah, it wasn't even one of the one of the big, you know, beefy wrestlers right. or whatever. And speaking of Bobby, uh, for some of the might have been some confusion last week on our YouTube channel. The Salvalomo Bobby Heenan match had to be cut from the YouTube, YouTube version. Declined to carry that <laughs> yeah. on its network. So. They passed on that yeah. one. So that's why there was an abrupt cut in the beginning of last week's canon. If you want the full version uh, uh, audio and hear what we said during it, it's on episode 275. But I don't anyway, know if there was anything notable, was there? Uh, you'll have to tell us, folks. Okay. But in all seriousness, we thank you for being here for another week in the canon. Only a few weeks left in 1984. Wait, it's really getting to the end here, right? We are really getting to the Wait, end. Three weeks? Yeah, about three three weeks weeks. left. That's it. So let's bring up the video scope. We'll do that with our scope powers in three, two, one, Andre. Now, this footage looks pristine. What is going on here? Pristine? This looks blurry to me. I can already tell the lighting's better. Everything's better. Maybe it's a new taping cycle. Usually, it's more grainy than this. Maybe Bruno, he's wearing that same tie. Who brought that up the other day, saying that uh, Bruno's got one neck tie? It's possible. One necktie. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think you got choked up there on your necktie. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're on the audio version, I'm definitely wearing a full suit right yeah. now while we record this. Without any further ado, let's just get to the canon. It mm-hmm. is December 8th, WWF Championship Wrestling. Volume's a little low. As I praise the quality. Yeah, the audio's bad. Oh, boy. Bruno, three right, exciting tag team like a, matches on hand this week. <laughs> what is that? What are they playing? Electronic Battleship on this episode? Drew <laughs> 17 Bomber. Yeah. All right. Well, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. I can't do anything about <laughs> it. It's, just, it's in the file. And they get it in that ring. Look out. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> what is that noise? I don't know. Wait, so it's Mike definitely Rit- on the video. Yeah, it's not so Mike Rotundo, Barry Windham. Yeah, they're good. Remember? Oh, that's better. It got better. Tony Atlas waiting in their wings and Paul Orndorff as well. Sorry, we can't fix this problem. This is yeah. built okay, in. Now, is this better now? It was just that. Sorry, Mike. It's about the best I could do with the quality. Oh, that's Johnny Rods and uh, Charlie Fulton. Fake doink over there. Fake doink. Versus the future U.S. Express. No, they're good. Stop it. Yeah, Mike. Why is the font slightly different this week? Did you see that? It is a little different. It's a little more spaced. (laughs) It's like they went from eight font to ten, you know, and that, like, slight difference. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Now, do you like them? Barry. Do you like Barry and Mike? No. (laughs) Why not? What did they ever do to you? Oh, oh, oh. I like this team. I love Johnny Rocks. Look at him. 
genre. He's so, he's so confident, Joe. Always. Yeah. He he he's been around the sport. Oh hell yeah, he has. Look at Charlie Fulton with ten ten size font there. Looking looking like he's in an '80s uh, country band in 2003. Quite he looks like Dick his Kroll. name. His name should be Leonard Skinner. <laughs> like, like, like that's his name. Not, right. not, not the band. Leonard R. Skinner. <laughs> Leonard R. Skinner. Pair <laughs> arm drags there by Barry. Yeah. Rods doesn't like it. He talks to Rotundo about it for some reason. He's in the wrong corner. He's trying to get out. You see? It's unpredictable. He's like, look, oh, 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 oh. You gotta watch and out for this Johnny Rods fella. He's he, he, he <laughs> see, yeah, he almost slid out of the he ring, escaped. but he didn't. It was so unpredictable. He is unpredictable. Tie up here. You know why he's unpredictable, Joe? Rods. Because he's a jobber that wins. That's exactly <laughs> what makes him unpredictable. Look at yeah. the teamwork there. Yeah, look at Random that. Random into Fulton's foot. Here comes Fulton. Big right hands. Rods held him. Would you say Johnny Rods is like the winningest jobber of all time? He has to be, right? Like That's a good question, actually. Yeah. Someone's got to bust out the stats, and let's find out. I don't really count that Barry Horowitz, like, winning streak or whatever, because that was just, like, a push. Like, that wasn't even the same. And he no. only won, like, three times anyway, and it was all against Skip. A push is when they're going to have you win matches. And quite frankly, you know, where's my push? And yeah. Cash Creative, Conrad. Sorry, Andrew Rogers. Side headlock by Rotundo on but the those map. Those ad-free shows are having a, a ton of business with this Vince McMahon stuff going on. Huh? A ton of ads, too, yeah. on the free feed. hey -oh. Yeah. Anyway, push off there by Win uh, Fulton. How do, you, how do you run a podcast network called Ad-Free Shows and offer shows with ads? It's actually brilliant marketing. <laughs> it is, though, because you just... Like, wouldn't you wouldn't you assume that none of the shows on Ad-Free Shows, they, they, like, they don't even make a non-ad-free show. You know, I'd have you know, we're generally ad-free shows right around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we, we've been doing ad-free shows yeah. for years. You know why? Because we, we won't get any money for yeah. doing ads. Well, I mean, that one time that you got uh, the candy people got to pay us. people, yeah. Yeah. You know what my rule is on that? My personal rule. It doesn't mean that people should follow it. Yeah. Is if you're not going to make anything worth a dick, don't piss off your audience with ads just to sound like you make money. It's true. That, like, really. Like, we could get fucking... Uh, what's the... What's the dick shaving one? I don't know. Isn't uh, there a dick shaving one? Uh, blue chew. Manscaped. What are they? Oh, Manscaped. We could have. They've reached out to us so many times. Like, Those products are actually pretty good, I've heard. Well, then why don't you endorse them? But I asked how much they pay. And if it, you could get a sponsorship for a week just so I could get a free razor from them and, and try it out, and then I can be a testimonial, you see. Don't tempt me with ideas here. Yeah. Wrist by Rotundo and tag into Barry, who comes off the top holding rods okay. and a chop. Come on, Johnny. Oh, no, boy. but really, they paid dick. <laughs> what did they pay us? Pennies or whatever? I, it wouldn't be worth it. I don't want to run <laughs> but ads But do we for... get a free razor blade? I don't know. Like I'll a, buy you a razor blade if it'll free, make you auto, happy. Uh, you know, automatic razor blade. What's the deal with these razor scooters? You see these things? <laughs> oh, so many accidents. Well, pants by the way, Johnny Rod's fucking dominating uh, IRS <laughs> over here. Not the kid's playing with razor blades. Yeah. Anyway, a knee drop by Johnny Rods. And a oh. flying punch misses. They're down now. Wait, He's not going to win, is he? Wait, wait, wait a second. What's a manscape? Is there a escape I can't even, from your house? Is that like a, a she shed? There's no Sorry. way Mike Francesa's podcast hasn't done manscaped. They do any ads on there. Uh, okay. Do you need to shave your pubic hair? <laughs> this dropkick by Rotundo poorly done. As an old man tries to explain <laughs> this shit to you. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, you overgrow it a little bit. Now, I know. I I, I understand. You know, from a, a Syosset. Wherever the hell I'm from. <laughs> anyway, uh, off the top, I don't think he's from Syosset. Cross you know, my wife bothers me about this shit all the time. 
My wife, Ro. Yeah. Uh, this well, is happy there. Yeah. And a win for uh, Rotundo Wyndham. Nobody I, cares. I guess all yeah. the impressions. <laughs> nobody, nobody cares. It's true. They will, Quinn. We're 10 minutes in. All the impressions are out of the way, so don't worry. You can keep watching. You know? Calm. No, I thought I could do a good impression. Yeah. Shush. <laughs> okay. Anyway, these these What is your problem with guys them? What, what have they done to they're, you? They're boring. No, they're not. They're fun. Nothing fun about them. Oh, they're not fun. I didn't say they don't have fun. the gimmick of uh, singing the Russian national anthem, kinda, or or being just uh, a guy from New York and a guy from the South uh, tag teamed, and that's goofy. That's what they are. They're yeah, a guy from not, New York and a guy from the South. Yeah, but you wouldn't know that. I couldn't tell you which one was from which if I'd never seen this show before. Oh, true. Yeah. Well, I remember that guy from uh, last week, so it's not a new taping. Oh, okay. The one with the, must, the Fu Manchu. Yeah. You remember him from last week. <laughs> Sitting next to Lloyd Benson. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember the hillbilly man with his floppy hat. They're really yeah. focusing a lot on this man. Well, he, he's he's the Hugo of the, of these times, Joe. They're talking about him a little too much, Glenn. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, he's big. Look how big he is. He's just a fan. He'd probably pick up Cal. Uh, uh, take a look. Maybe maybe we can uh, line up an interview or something next week. With, and find wait, wait, wait. What? Man really is. But why? You gotta give him he's credit. just a fucking fan. But you got to give him credit for the slow burn on this. He's been sitting there forever. I should go forever. to a bunch of WF shows, and then they can interview me one week. Yeah, they do that, don't they? Oh, if I go like three times in a row or something? Yeah. Is that like the, the special? <laughs> yes. Let's check <laughs> they, with they, the... they have a punch card. <laughs> Let's check in with fucking Thwomp over here. Lord <laughs> Hayes. Let's see how he looks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Awkward as usual. Good Lord! It's, it's the same as last year. Oh, oh, Polish Power getting featured in the update. That's <laughs> exciting. It's about time. He's one of their top dogs. They never they never really uh, focus on him. He's on the on the downturn, I think, Quinn. Has he lost? <laughs> no. Has he lost? <laughs> yeah. Won the title? <laughs> Has he lost? No, I don't think so. So I don't see any downturn here. Sorry. Ivan Putsy. Repeat that, Lord, Lord Hayes, please. But he finishes them off very rapidly with the hammer. He finishes them off Can rapidly. See how Ivan Putsy Yep, that's what he said. Good old Ivan Putsy. Yeah. Oh, it's just Ron, Ron Shaw versus Ivan Putsky. Didn't we see this? No, we definitely didn't see this. Are you sure? This is definitely from All Star. Richard. <laughs> this is not anything we saw before. Putsky's underwear color is very disconcerting. He reminds me of Jack Nicholson with that haircut. Polish hammer. Look how powerful that thing is. Yeah, it's very. Do you see him losing? Here? He finishes him off quickly. You're do you right. see him? Do you see him losing? No, I don't. Was that a happy Dreams ending? are made of this. Oh my god! This picture is in one of the Victory magazines. It's this lady on the right. I'm, I'm a, oh, that, I thought that was a lad. It's, I thought it was a. It's bad quality. Okay. I understand. Yeah. And for those of you on the audio, I'll describe it. But there's like lunch with your favorite wrestler or whatever shit in the in the magazine, <laughs> of right? Of course there is. And um. They look like they're being held hostage doing this session. I wonder the wrestlers or the the fans. Everyone, everyone in the thing is like the wor like the most miserable experience ever. Maybe the food was shitty. <laughs> it's just like a bad day at the restaurant. I love that you had just like the the good, innocent, like wholesome explanation. Like maybe they were just disappointed in the salad like, I don't bar. Know, like why anybody would be sad to meet their favorite wrestler back then? Back then, people were like super fans. They didn't know that the, they didn't even know. They didn't it was know fake. that they killed people. Yeah, and they didn't not, know any of that stuff. I'm not talking about Putsky, obviously. Yeah. What are you saying, Hayes? For this young lady and her family. About the young lady there. Area, make sure they you hated it. Him. He is exciting. 
Actually, you'll see him. He's he's such crap, Lord oh. Hayes. Oh, I don't know. Is At he? this time? Maybe. Who's this? Wait a second. Oh, that's Tony Atlas. They said he was going to be here last yep. week. Gino Garibaldi. Garibaldi. The, the triumphant return of, of Tony Atlas. He's been good. Uh, he wasn't taking any shit from Roddy Piper <laughs> that week. There's a Tony son. Yeah, he was like, yo, fuck you, Roddy Piper. <laughs> I'll, fight? Yeah, I'll fucking take you both yeah. out. This yeah, he had bigger. no issue with, like, <laughs> no. Bob Orton. No. Who the hell would? Like, honestly, if, like, Hulk got interviewed or something, he's gonna just beat the shit out of him. Like, no offense, he's, he, he's a great technician or whatever, it's just Bob Orton. Yeah. Like, he's not that impressive looking. Should have gotten Ivan Putski to be his bodyguard or something. You can stare right over him. He's like yeah, five but, I mean, five. You, it, it's hard to get through. He's, he's the mass, you know? He's, he's, he's a big guy. Might finish you off quickly. Yeah. Uh, side hudlock here by Atlas. On Gino Garibaldo. I think the most exciting thing in this match is going to be the beginning of it. <laughs> and that's it. Because this is... What about Gil Roman? No. Sometimes he flops around stupidly. Roman's nice punch got a by Atlas. this week. He does. Uh, yeah. He's had... Yeah, he's looking, looking dapper. Yep. <laughs> Very dapper, Gilberto Roman. And he's he's even shorter than Ivan Putski. He is, yeah. Roman. He's like four nine. What, what? I think he's yeah, four six. You know, yeah, something like that. You and I have talked about how we really side headlocks still. If you're on the audio, uh, we've talked about how we really like when Tony Atlas has a beard. It's always he better. Looks awesome. Even with a in beard. like Independence, when you run into yeah. him and he's got a beard. Or AWF. Remember, and he had like the the swishy I pants. A, I think I think it just makes him look more serious. It makes him look stern. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Nice hip toss by Atlas and oh head scissors. Look at that maneuver. For those of you that are joining us on the more recent end of things, we had a. You know, we had seen Tony Atlas in 82. Right. And then he came back in 83. Mm -hmm. And he was markedly better. And we made a bit of a joke. We were like, what was he hanging out with Larry Sharp in the Monster Factory? That's exactly what he was doing. And I think it was Ian Riccoboni. Hello, Ian. I think Ian confirmed. I think it was him. He was like, yeah, he actually did go seeing Larry Sharp in the Monster Factory. It helped. Yeah, it helped. Uh, Look, he like wrestles now and does things. The sitting head scissors here. Garibaldo looking for a way out. He's to his feet. And he does get out, but a push-off by Atlas, who now crawls on his ass, and monkey flips Caravallo. I just... You know what the thing about Tony Atlas in this time period is? Another it's hard head not scissors. to, like, market a guy that looks that good, right? Like, he looks like he could genuinely kick ass. Yeah, he's he, like, incredible looking. Yeah. Serious. Like, it's like, how... Like, who's going to beat this guy? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And now he can actually wrestle a lot better yeah. than he could in 82. Uh, he's much bigger than all the other wrestlers, and he's in shape. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Head scissor on the mat here. He he is, curiously, though, wrestling like a junior heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. I, I'd like to see him match up with um, that Blackjack Mulligan, because he, that's another big man there. Well, they're uh, both faces, though. Oh, true. They can't fight. They could team up. Yeah, they could. Man, I, I'm still impressed that by Blackjack's size. He's just unbelievable. I, I just Jack Mulligan, big man. don't remember when he was here in 82... He looks like bigger or something. Because when he was here in 82, press slam by Atlas, he was feuding with Andre. Right, so it always made him look tiny. <laughs> yeah, he was crushing apples like he's Danny Hodge. Yeah. Press slam by Atlas, and what's he going to do to capitalize? Oh, he's still doing the big splash, Quinn. Okay. He needs a better maneuver than that. We Tito dropped it, and it's time for him to do the he same. He needs a power slam. Uh, but the guy Ooh. that looks like that... Like a flying like power a slam. Big, strong man, you know? Looks a lot he's, like you. You know, similar yeah, physique. He, uh, you know, me and him, we worked out in the gym before. No. It was a big day. <laughs> Did he keep up with you? Were you would you go easy on him? Yeah, he he's he's okay. He's okay <laughs> at the, the bench press. He's not bad. We're not. We're being funny. Yeah. We're being facetious. Just so you know. I mean, obviously he couldn't 
you know, he, I, my, my schedule's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, no, I know. Bench like 600 pounds. So, oh, well, of course. Yeah. We all know this. Like, on the regular. Do you like Gino Garabello? Because I'm not impressed. I, I don't. He stinks. He's not even like a notable jobber. Yeah, he's like on the lower tier of the jobbers. Definitely low tier. If Johnny Rods is like the peak. Oh, of course he is. It's like this guy is just nothing. Fulton's like a good upper mid Carter, right? Yeah. Charlie Fulton? Yeah. But the, but Gimbaldi, he's closer to that. What's that guy, Steve Gray or whatever, where his hair fell off? Remember that? Yeah, that's him. He's closer to that level. Steve Gray. Yeah. Can we get a vignette or something? We've been doing good with the pacing of the show so far. I'm liking it. I hate when they do this thing now where they're like, we need to talk about shit, but we're going to have to stick on this freeze frame. And yeah, they, they haven't figured out what to do yet, right? Yeah. Put a graphic up or anything. Right. What do you... No! Ooh. Captain Lewis on Piper's Pit. Very interesting. They did say that last week. Yeah, they too. did. You're right. Oh, okay, here we go. The shears handed to him by Bobby right. Heenan, cutting the locks off the head of Andre the Giant, totally to stripping this, the man yeah. of his dignity. What in a world, now, what Gene goes Sanit? through your minds? That is the sickest <laughs> thing I have ever seen, and the first time I have ever seen the Giant sick? render I don't know totally sick. helpless, Bobby. Sick. You way? might say we cut him down to size. Just like we're going to cut Hulk Hogan down to size. Oh. Well, the air is clear now. There is only one giant. And that's the man that's coming in here. Seven foot plus. No, he's not. 400 pounds so, Did they want to cut his hair so that, today, you, you know, he looks shorter? He looks shorter. Yeah, maybe. Oh, he's got the bag. For you. Oh, he's got a bag of money. He's got a bag of hair. He likes bags. You know, he just... His preferred vessel. This Big John stud turn has been incredible. He's the best he's ever been. I know. I didn't ever know he was this awake. The way of his hair. This it's like a whole new right John Studd. Where's jeans? He's like, I'm a badass, man. I like it. Coming after big John Studd, the giant. Oh, trying to Hulk Hogan. His friend. Did Bobby Andrea. just sniff Andre's hair? Well, I think so. And then go like, oh, like, like it was stinky. He might have. And when the night is over and the smoke well, wash that before they Next to Bobby Heenan. Put some shampoo bag on of hair stuff. from Andrea. He's going to be holding up in the other hand a gold heavyweight championship belt. And you'll be gone out of the picture. Stud calling out Hogan again, huh? All right. We're going to cut Hogan's hair off because there's not much to cut. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Bobby the Brain. He'd be heated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the metal ends. That's right. Yeah. He yells us out of here. <laughs> metal ends. Yeah. Brandon Bean Arini. Oh, there they are. Up next, popularity contest. As it shows Sheik and Volkov. About Sheik and Volkov. Sheik needed some some help. He was getting, he he was getting the screw. He was getting the screw towards the latter end of '84. Look who's here, Jose Luis. Yep. And is that Jim Powers? Wait, wait. Excuse me. For Ruben. Ole. Now, is that Jim Powers? Let's see. Maybe. Yes. Yeah, that's Sam. He's always up and coming, Joe. Is this the first time we've seen him on this cannon? Yep. The debut of Jim Powers. <laughs> we'll that, see how this, this career goes. <laughs> that young up-and-comer. Yeah. Lassie in a beautiful plum-colored muumuu. I just, I love it. Hmm. Man, Blassie coming out this week, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She and Volkov are already in, like, WrestleMania 1 mode. Yeah. You know what I mean, They're right? even in WrestleMania 3 mode. <laughs> like, this is, this is going to be the same shit for quite a while. We got a couple years of this. Uh, yeah. Who are you going to call Commie Buster? That's such a good joke. It's such a... <sighs> Horrible. Are we going to get the good song, finally, in full form? 
Like, does he does he know the national anthem? Because I feel like he doesn't. I'm not sure. Is that um Mark David Chapman? Maybe. Just checking. He wasn't in jail yet. No, he was. Oh, that already happened? That happened, uh, this is December 8th. It happened four years prior. I heard he recently got out. No, he didn't, did he? Yeah. Mark David Chapman? I don't think so. The guy who shot Reagan? No, that's Hinckley. Sorry, Hinckley got Hinkley out. Hinckley got out? Yeah. All right. Good for Hinckley. I, I just saw it on the news. Okay. Oh. Oh. Don't change the song. You're singing it. Keep going. You're getting it right. Oh, he got it. He got it. All right. We're okay, finally, finally here, folks. Sorry, Andrew Rogers, again. Yeah. And Alex from earlier. Sorry to everybody. Sorry for talking. I only know this from Rocky Four. I only know it from wrestling. Really? Yeah. He does this. Well, sometimes. see, he would. O- he would always do it in wrestling, but it sounded so shitty that I didn't know how it really sounded until Rocky Four. Okay, understood. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> The heat, though, I mean, they are getting legit heel heat. Yeah. They definitely are. Well, Iron Sheik can get any kind of... He's, he's a heat magnet, He really... Guy. Especially in the 80s. Yeah. Good Lord. Look how pissed people are. Well, no shit. <laughs> it's two, two countries they don't like. Even Jack Lotz is like, yo, get the fuck out of here. It's two countries Ronald Reagan tells them is bad. You Back should then. not like the commies. Is that is that some yeah, bad he Reagan, He doesn't like right? the Iranians because of the... the the hostage scandal. We had a hostage situation. Yeah. I'm very sorry for all of the impressions that I do. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them are good. I think the weirdest Reagan moment in my life... Is when he got shot by Hinckley? No, was uh, when I, when they put him in a video game, and I was pardon? like, that's really fucking weird looking. What game is he again? They put him in, like, Call of Duty or something. Why? Because they were oh, doing, like, yeah. Call of Duty, yeah. like, um, like, Iran-Contra or something. I don't know. He was just in it. He's also and, a famous actor in the 50s. Yeah. It's just weird seeing a video game likeness of Ronald Reagan. Well, there's one of Gorbachev in Street Fighter 2, isn't That's there true. now? Yeah. Anyway, what we got... What if they ever made a, like, a 3D likeness of Gorbachev? <laughs> like, like they did with Reagan. See, only on the canon will you hear these types of quality yeah. thoughts and ponderings. Uh, yeah. Nice look at the young up-and-comer getting his ass just, kicked yeah, immediately. Yeah, just get the fuck... And <laughs> Jose's like, I'll handle yeah, it. Yeah, Jose Luis coming in. Head down. Nicely front by Jose. Yeah, he don't... He don't fuck around, man. Another one. Sheik is staggered. He has to tag in both He wants off. got a push. He wants got a push. Yeah. Uh, but don't tag in powers again. No, Nic- oh, no. It's <laughs> Nic- <laughs> like immediately went down. Nikolai all happy. <laughs> He's like, oh, Jim Powers. Okay, we win. What does he have him in? Just like a... Jose Luis is really realizing now this is a bad choice. Yeah. Don't <laughs> pick the new guy. Yeah. I got to say, the power's in good condition, yeah. Vince. Oh, whoa. That was awful. Whose fault was that? I think that was Nikolai. His knee didn't come down at all. He didn't even come to... He didn't even try. He didn't even try. Yeah. Sheik immediately just saying fuck it and going for the humble clutch. I think, though, that this seems to be a uh, can-you-handle-it-kid kind of match. They're being... They're playing maybe being rough with this guy. Well, Sheik did do that to jobbers. Although, if this is his first TV match, I'm sure that's why. Maybe. But you know what? We'll we'll always remember the day. The kid is made of. See what it is made of. Uh, Sheik and Volkov win submission. We'll always remember the date. December 8th, 1984. Jim Powers. It began his attempts at becoming a star. Only 10 more years to go. Yeah. 
I, it's crazy, isn't it's it? It's so weird. Ten the fucking fact that, like, years. In the 90s, they're like, oh, he's, he's, he's really coming up. He's, uh, this is it. Like, the, what a what a future for this youngster. Yeah, he's like 34 already. Youngster. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Gene in the dim room here. Holiday spectacular for the World Wrestling Federation here in the greater New York City area, Madison Square Garden. Fucking on nice Friday one. night, December the 28th. <laughs> what a card. Oh, Jimmy December 28th. Stuka, the Tonga Kid on one side. Tommy, oh, the, the, the Christmas show. Of yep. Rowdy Roddy Piper and Cowboy Bob Orton. We once went to the Fred Madison Square Garden Christmas. We did in 2013. Show of wrestling. Yep. Oh, that nice shirt by Blassie. Well, financially also, manager oh, the of the Iron oh, Sheik. And if Hulk Hogan don't anger him. Ten and a half He's so months sensitive. since I met the man. Ooh. A possibility for you He's once again a rematch? to be world champion. Oh, Finally! I think you know since last year to rise now, I'm camera. looking for you all in the world. Finally, I... Wait, didn't he have to win something, though? Isn't there, didn't he say something about that? No, he said he gets to fight him. No, I think he... Ten and a half months. An entrepreneur, wrestling manager, extraordinary man that has done quite well financially also. Manager of the Iron Sheik and if Hulk Hogan... Is still the champion. He's still, ten and a half he's still going to be the champion. Okay, the you're right. A possibility for you once again. Wow. He just gets a rematch. It's only taking you know, a fucking year. He's literally been demanding a rematch the whole year. I know, it, it's true. Madison Small Garden. He's been training, Joe. This is it. This is his moment. He can finally get the belt back. Oh, yeah, that he won fair and square. Yeah. Well, he wanted to do it in Tehran. He invited them to Tehran. I know why you are scared, Mr. Blasino. Why you are scared? Why? Because you didn't have a guts. Now, I hope He's fired up. I'm looking for this is what he wanted. He's finally getting it, Joe. <laughs> what a nice arc, isn't it? I hope you have put gasoline naked to the medicine store. Is he Square Garden? I knew it. Calm the fuck down. Get out of here. So is that him? So his current his current tack jeans. Seems to be saying the name of the arena. Right, because so you buy the tickets. Right. But as his exit line, like, Meadowlands, Madison Square, eventually yeah. it just becomes, all right. Yeah, there it is. Interesting to observe. Anyway, coming up, Brainstorm. What the hell does that mean? As we see Stud and uh, Bobby Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan. You know, there was a time when Bobby was in the company and he was never on the show. Now he's on every episode twice. Like, good. They know. Yeah. Who, is this Athens Apollo? It's, nope. Demetrios Niarchos for a second. Greek power. He looks like Julian Lennon. And you know what? That's unfortunate because Ken Jugan used to also. Yeah. Too oh, many Julian the hair, Lennons. Hair bag. <laughs> There's the hair bag. Joe. There's the hair bag. The infamous hair bag <laughs> that everyone remembers. And still looking perfect out of bed mode yeah. right now, right? Yeah. Robe, bedhead. Now, was this before they had Ziploc bags? Because that just looks like he took saran wrap and made a bag out of it. You know what? The Ziploc is kind of like late 80s, isn't it? I gotta imagine Ziploc was around before then. You Hold have on. a computer in front of you. When, Why don't we yeah, find when out? When did zip, Ziploc? It's one of the things we do here on the count, and if you're new and you're still listening and you're Honestly, not tired of Ziploc, us. Honestly, Ziploc, like, seems fucking old. 
like a great invention. I think it does very well, Quinn. Oh, I have some in my house. There I didn't know go. it was around that long. It seems like one of those 60s things. My parents used to say that these, these Ziploc bags used to be really fucking expensive. Like back in the day, like, you know. I couldn't answer that for you. I just remember that it was like, don't, you know, don't like mess them up too bad or something. You know, <laughs> like I just, I just remember that like they, you, they didn't give you many of them. They gave you like ten, and it was like, you know, like eight dollars or something. You know what I remember actually? Be, whoa, look at that guy! Look at that mustache on that yeah. guy! I love it. Oh, come on, Demetrios Nachos! What are you trying to slam him he, for? He's you got dumbass. no chance. This Nacho boy over here, <laughs> big dumb idiot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> looking like Alex a pug Porto. Yeah. My favorite thing is when they came out with the Ziplocs. Uh, this might have been in the 80s or Where early 90s they were like actual thing. zippers? No, 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 no. Oh, those are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. When uh, Takedown by Stud. One blue stripe, one yellow stripe, and that way you know it's closed when it turns green because you're merging yes. the colors. Remember that? Yes. No, I thought that that's pretty standard now, right? Like, they don't even make them not that uh, way. I think I have some non-colored uh, Ziplocs in my house. Sometimes they just, now they make, like, blue ones and pink ones, and, like, so yeah. you can tell, like, this food and that food. For that, it. right? They, they figured it all the, out over there at the Ziploc company. It really is a good invention. What I'm really glad about, Quinn, is that although you and I are getting older, we are still just as wild and edgy as ever. Yeah. I mean, we talk about Ziploc. How do you not? What is the, what, what Irish is the competitor to Ziploc? Um, is there? I don't know. That's I mean, definitely... A, I, I, a mainstream competitor. Is there? Is is it like patented so they Let's see. can't... I, so, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. SC Johnson owns Wax. it, so... Uh, previously, Dow owned it, so I, I guess they sold it to SC Johnson. SD Jones bought it? No, SC Johnson. Oh. You've never heard of them? SC Johnson. And then Wax. Project. What happened to Wax. Wax? What do you mean wax? S.C. Johnson and wax. What do you mean what happened to wax? Oh, you're thinking S.C. Johnson floor wax. It says that. No. In the, maybe the company was called that at some point. It was. Stud is just toying around here with uh, the Nacho Man. His hair is gloriously horrible. Bobby does not want to hear it. Little John Stud sighting. You know what seems like the most like profitable thing, like kind of company to be in is like stuff that makes like fucking Ziploc bags and like kitchen products and shit, like Glad bags and stuff. You get things that are going to be hard to um like what that people are always going to need. Right. You they're always need to put their garbage in something. You get some that you can make for really cheap. Yeah, but also you see when you have something like that, if somebody can disrupt that, they can take like all of your market like easily well that's why you gotta be good you gotta be good Wait, yeah. how, when did he win it doesn't it doesn't matter it's it's who's this se cup fighting what's his name se cup yeah what's his name um nacho guy jedediah bila actually yeah, is yeah. who it is quinn bob yes. Vila. yeah bob Vila. hi i'm bob Vila. yeah anyway but they're really taunting the crowd with this hair bag here. <laughs> I love, hair ziplock. I love that the phrase hair bag is now a pertinent, you it's know, a hair bag. part of the canon. It's a no, it is. literally a hair bag. <gasps> oh, the hillbilly. The hillbilly man. He doesn't like it. Andre the Giant is in the bag. Yeah. Drunk. <laughs> yeah. This hillbilly really doesn't look like he's going to stand up for this shit anymore. Like he's going he's gonna to do something. I wouldn't mess with him. He's a big man. Don't go, you, you don't with go messing with a guy like that. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. Who is Bobby yelling at? Just the crowd? I don't know. I like that we're still getting some of this vintage AWA-ish Bobby. Yeah, where he's just a big heel, yeah, like, huge like heel. old school style, not like a big goof. Yeah, he's not goofy. He's funny, but he's not... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, boy, what's happening here? 
He's yelling at the hillbilly man. Good. And they cut away. Perfect. Oh, they're they're paying attention to the hillbilly thing. They were, yeah. All right, Lou Albano here. He looks a little angry. Yeah, what's going on? Piper's pit. Now Cindy's coming back. You don't like that. Oh, maybe. We're not allowed to talk uh, by way of many requests over Roddy Piper. So, Quinn, ziplock it. Okay. Yeah, I'm with my great friend, Captain Lou, greatest wrestler and manager ever in history. This time, on the 28th of December, in New York at Madison Square Garden, they are going to have a special award where Cindy Lauper is going to be giving up her platinum album from all her songs, time after time. A girls just want to have fun and all those things. She's going to give an award to the WWF because oh. the WWF is giving her an award for being achievement award for for bringing Cindy Lauper is bringing Wendy Richter along and everybody's kissing everybody. And when it really right comes right down to it, on December the 28th, it should be me or us, Cap, that they should be giving. Yeah, I mean they did do, do it. It's, it's me. It's my pick. It's mostly Lewis. It's all, mostly Lewis. Uh, it was us, Cap. Are you, are you it was us. It was us. You know, first of all, first of all, the broad was doing nothing. She was just hanging around on the street corner. Well, just a second, Cap. The broad was doing nothing. She was hanging on the street corner. And I'll tell you something else. She's a little jealous because Cindy Lauper always wanted to have a date with me, and I would never oh, go out well, with her. Oh, didn't like that. that. And now I think... Well, that's her dad. Like, I think, Cap, that <laughs> I should get some... You don't talk about my daughter that way. I think that's we true. should get some kind of an award ourselves because if it wasn't for us, Cindy Lauper would be garbage. They had David oh, Wolf. He was out there. Oregon Bold words. Cindy had a little, little hat on like a little monkey getting Are they just chanting bullshit? I think so. <laughs> and now December the 28th in the garden, they're going to go and give each other's awards. Well, let me tell you something. Oh. That goes to show you, you can't be a nice guy to nobody at no time. And I'm Roddy Piper. I'm and letting you're Lewis talk. Don't you wish you could get close to me, though? Just a second. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Mm. Oh, no. Interesting. Okay. Tito. Tito's didn't even give us the entrance this week. <laughs> Tito's jacket's still crappy. Yep. Tito Ariba, great creative signs. Clifton, New Jersey. Clifton. Who is this? Oh God! Hey, it's, I know him. Yeah. It's, it's Mantar. Terry or Mantar. Yeah. Terry Mantar. Didn't see anything? What happened here, Richard? Did you even bother Richard. with this? <laughs> Get the tracking right, pal. What are you doing? Yeah. No, we're kidding. Richard, we're kidding. Yeah. Okay. Please don't tell Conrad on us or it's something. It's a joke. Yeah, we know it happens. Yeah. It's just a joke. It's it's incredible that Mantar is still here. I, yeah, I love that he's wearing the Jerry Lawler single, yeah. by the way. The Jerry Lawler attire. Yeah. Terry Mantar here in uh, December of 84. Does he make it to 85? Man Quinn? feet. What did we call him before? Mantar. I thought it was man, man feet. Was something like that. Anyway. What, when did we ever say man feet? I don't know. We said it was not Mantar. It was something you else. You called him Terry Mantar. Yeah, but I called him Terry Man something. I don't know. This guy looks like he'd be in the mid-card of like NXT now. What, Terry Mantar? Yeah. Maybe. With a mustache and all that? He could be a trainer. <laughs> what kind of trainer? Uh, at like a fast food restaurant? No. You mean? Oh. So, that, no offense to that. Uh, side headlock? No, I mean, uh, yeah, that's what, it, that's what it is. That's yeah. a side headlock. Sure it that's is, Joe. at all a side. That's a waistlock. I meant... See, I know wrestling. Why don't you be my Cause guest? Because I'm, I'm color. Be my I, guest. I don't, I don't. I'm just helping you. Be my guest. I'm supposed to put color on your calls. You see? What? Uh, Tito uh, hammerlock here. Very good. Into the ropes. 
It, not, none of it matters. It, it's, this is how I would call a match. You don't need to be paying attention to this, folks. Like the grapple now. It, it, Mantar getting some offense with the knees here. It exists. Irish whip. Uh, nope. Hip toss reversed. Oh, but Mantar holds the hair there. Oh boy, but Tito biting back, head scissor. So you can and do it, Quinn. He takes him down. He does have it yeah. in him. Well, yeah. see, he can do it. I watch enough wrestling. I know the moves. Very nicely done. Head scissor by Tito on the mat. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Yeah, there you go. That's a monumental moment. Lovely. Called a few moves here. It's not as fun. I don't know how you do it. They call the moves. That's why I do it, Quinn. Because yeah. I have to weave in and out of talking to you and doing this. See, it's, a, it's I'd a, rather talk about Carvel and I know, shit like I'd, that. I'd rather you do, yeah. but I also have to keep the audio now, listeners abreast. I gotta say, though, this Mantar, he's putting up way too much offense here. Uh, he is. Why I mean, is Tito having trouble with him? <laughs> well, he's a tough customer. Look at him. Yeah, but Tito was the Intercontinental Champion. It doesn't matter. Corner whip by Mantar. Charge by Terry. Feet up by Tito. And down goes Mantar. Tito up to and the second ropes. Flying. Flying jalapeno from the second rope. Wow. That'll do it. One. That was a two, super flying three. jalapeno. He needed That'll to give you him. diarrhea in the morning. That one. Little Carvel. Yeah. What? Talk about a tough customer. Ben and Jerry's the other day. Actually, no. Never mind. We we didn't go to Ben and Jerry's. We went to Gelato across the street from Ben and Jerry's after they didn't have soft serve at the Ben and Jerry's, and I was like, "What is this?" And I demanded soft serve. And then the person I was with said, oh, they got soft serve across the street. So I went and did that. Oh, was this the thing you did the other day? Yeah. So, but I, I was like, well, Ben and Jerry, how do they not have soft serve at Ben and Jerry's? Now, whose responsibility is the soft serve, Ben or Jerry's? I don't know. One of them dropped the ball. <laughs> it would not have. The guy's like, we don't have it anymore. So they really actually dropped the now, ball. Who made that decision, Ben? It's a terrible decision by Jerry? Ben or Jerry. Their kids. One of them messed up. It's not fuck? good. Thank goodness for the gelato across the street. That's probably better anyway. It's an authentic, you know, yeah. not to say the name of the city you were in, but it's an authentic street, yeah. you know, place. It's not some chain run by a couple of people that don't know how to do soft serve anymore. They've naming just, flavors after the Grateful Dead. They've given up on soft serve, apparently. Too expensive, I guess. Bullshit, man. Are playing Ghostbusters in the background? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> It's 100% what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, oh, back to the magnificent one in Hawaii. Perfect. These are great. This looks exactly the same as the last one. Are they just replaying it? No. Are they? Maybe. Wait. Another glorious day in paradise. It is the same. Lovely. See, everybody see Morocco train. You know, it is right. I wish, I wish I like had big muscles and was on the beach, and then a, <laughs> a Japanese man in a suit was hanging out with me. Like, that's what you want. Yeah, Mr. Fuji. That's what you want. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I need to mention this. Wait, is this the team of Terry Gibbs and R.T. Reynolds again? Oh boy, they're back. What are they? A regular team? I didn't catch this, but you know who that is. Yeah, somebody, somebody had mentioned it. Somebody, okay. I, I, don't, I, I honestly, it doesn't bother me that we don't know because look at him. Should I not say then? Just say. That is, is the future Corporal Kirshner. Oh, it is? Yes, and he looks cooler. The yeah, long hair. Well, he looks cool as Corp. Well, they had to give him as a logo on his pants and he would have been... <laughs> they don't have to call him a Corporal. Just That's call him true. Mike Kirshner. Oh, is this the fly and the kid? Okay, yeah, the new hot tag team here. They are, though, is the thing. This is like reinvigorating Snooka's 84. Grandmama Snooka. And, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. and Grandmama! <laughs> that and was Grandmama good. Grandmama Tonga. You know what's sad, though, Grandmama. <laughs> Grandmama. 
I don't think the Tonka Kid is long for this company, unfortunately. How could that be when he just know. started, like, one of the hottest, like, feuds in the company? I don't know. Like, I don't, uh, why would they get rid of him? Don't spoil it yet, folks. Like, until we know that he's not there, then you can let us know why he isn't there. But, because I don't know when it is. It might I'm be still, another I'm week. Gonna, it might be I'm just going to note this, that he is the reason that Bob Orton is with Piper. He literally cites the, that reason. Yes. He's like, there's too many people after me. The Tonga Kid. And no, well, he says because the Tonga Kid tried to beat him <laughs> yeah, up on the show that right. time. Like, so, now, <laughs> so he's the reason for Bob Orton being Piper's bodyguard. It's real. It's like in the canon. Why is this always glossed over? All this Tonga Kid shit is always glossed over. They don't over. even talk about it. Like it never, only Jimmy Snooker with the coconut. That's all that happened. Is it because it's right before WrestleMania? Mm. Do you think that's why? I think they just like WrestleMania when they like like glorify it. They just want it to be a nice and neat package right. to present historically. Do you think they don't talk about any of this messy stuff like how Corporal <laughs> Kirshner had a weird hair and pants or whatever. His hair's good. Body slammed by the kid on Gibbs. And uh, here comes RT Reynolds. They they don't talk about in the history books that they had Terry Gibbs ever. So that's another thing. Well, uh, they don't need to talk about RT Reynolds in there now. Just saying. I'm sorry. That was it's nothing funny. to really be proud of. That's true, but the Tonga Kid is something to be proud of. Is yeah. the uh, side headlock here on RT? What I was going to ask you is, do you think if the Tonga Kid had stayed around uh, during the build of the first WrestleMania, is it feasible to you that we would have seen Tonga Kid versus Cowboy Bob Orton? No, I think what they would have done is they would have had the Superfly and Tonga Kid in some tag match. But against who? Because it couldn't be Piper. Well, they could they could do the thing where you know maybe Piper starts yelling at them or something, and you know that you know kind of like how they did with a couple of other things like Tito yelling at Greg Valentine, even though they don't fight. What if what if um, Dave Schultz was still there too? Is the other thing Doctor David? Because he's not there. Maybe he would have been involved. He isn't. You're right. No, he's gone. Wow, um, by WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, I thought, it, I thought it was a little after. No, um, but I do need to mention this because I'm pretty sure. We're never going to see him again, so it's okay to, to mention. We'll, we'll see him in six years. Sergeant Slaughter is gone. Oh, he's gone, gone. As far as I understand, he's gone, yeah. That's weird. He was like here a week ago or something. A couple something. of weeks ago, yeah. he had a, his last TV match. I'm pretty sure he's gone. He had that promo, you know, my mother lays in the yeah, soil yeah, or whatever. It was, it was funny or whatever. Yeah. I don't know that we're going to see him again. I don't think he wrestles again on TV. That's for now, sure. He left, right? There's some dispute over G.I. Joe dolls or something. That's what I understand. Like, Okay. From what I understand, he didn't exactly need the money anymore. He was getting endorsement deals and shit. I think it's that. I think it's Vince. Wa Someone can correct us, please. It really is okay. But either Vince wanted a piece of it, and Slaughter didn't want him to, or Vince was upset that Slaughter did it without Vince knowing. But I again, right. I don't know. Well, apparently they were on friendly enough terms that when Slaughter calls him about WrestleMania six in a couple of years, Vince is like, "Ah, come on in." Like Water you know, under the like, bridge, right? Yeah, like. But also, Vince can say, well, you know, of course, you need to come back to me. You know what I mean? Of course you're calling me. I don't even think it's this that. I, I, I do. You I see think, where Slaughter was I in think the in AWA? Vince's twisted mind. World he, champion Larry Zabisco. I'll put it this way. I think in, in Vince's twisted mind, he weirdly respects Slaughter as a businessman for making the decision he made. I, he clearly respected him on a lot of levels because he right. was with him for a long right. time. He said this guy does have some kind of mind for actually making money. Yeah, like, right? Like, he, he wasn't... He, he, maybe Vince is thinking point. maybe he, he's the smart one for not wanting to share his G.I. Joe money, you know? Maybe it like, sounds so juvenile, yeah. doesn't it? I'm not sharing my G.I. Joe money with you. Yeah, but that was a huge... That, well, of course that was it was. a very popular toy in the, in the 80s. I mean, like, it, that was a huge thing to be 
involved oh. in. Flying headbutt by Snooka off the ropes. Oh, excuse me, that was Tonga Kid. Here comes Snooka. We're going to get it, Quinn. Yeah. The splash, I think. And yeah, we got yeah, it. There it is. RT goes down. One, Turning two. Get barely attempts to <laughs> <Yeah>. help. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> and uh, the Tonga Kid and Snooka, they are very over. They are. This is one thing that is slept on from this period this of time. This is like a legit tag team. Quinn, what does this mean? I love you. Just checking. Yeah. Um, this is slept on from this time is how over the Tonga Kid and Snooka are together. I'm surprised they didn't have these guys go after the tag titles, not this, not the those other dorks. The Texas Syracuse connect, the yeah, Sweetwater the Syracuse connection. These guys are way more popular. They're cool. Yeah, they are cool. Especially after Snooka got robbed of the IC belt. What? A year ago? Yeah. They didn't get robbed. Morocco outsmarted them. Don't you be bringing up Don Morocco. Yeah, but Don Morocco got his Snuka. ass whooped. So? Like, I'm just he got saying. his hand raised, too, didn't he? I know. He? But he got so beat up that he got knocked out of the cage. <laughs> he punched him so fucking hard that he fell out. You and I well know. Nice camera angle on that splash, by the way. That's a like very whole, modern camera angle. The whole angle. point of that match is that Snooka would have beaten him by any other measure. It's well, just like he got lucky, right? That's the whole point of the match, all right? All fair in love and war. Yeah. yeah, but if you recall, Quinn, and you well noted this, that Don Morocco called for the door. He did call for the door. When he was, like, getting his ass kicked. Morocco like, oh. was... He was smart. <laughs> he did. He did. He, he called for the door because he's like, I'm going to take this punch, and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, so fuck but it. just in case, I'm right? falling anyway. Yeah, I might as well fall out of the cage yeah. and win, right? Oh, oh. Well, wow. They're going to have to take uh, Corporal Reynolds out. Um... <laughs> Back to Reynolds Rap City for him. Get him a Ziploc. Out he goes. Maybe to be repackaged. I don't know. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, well, they do need a new Sergeant Slaughter. That's yeah. a good point, Quinn. Um, and they got to repackage him in Reynolds Rap. That's a very rap. good point. In Reynolds Rap. Yeah. <laughs> Better than Saran Rap. Yeah. No, I don't want Jack Reynolds Rap. More Reynolds. There's a lot of Reynolds on this. Wrestling Federation what the hell's going on here? You'll see outstanding talent. Brother, how did he? How did he not? Have... How did they back to back Reynolds First being taken all, yes. away to Second, Jack Reynolds? Second of all, how did they not have a five minute segment with him called Reynolds Rap? Yeah, and wrap, let's wrap it up on Reynolds Rap. Third of all, where are they? I don't know. Why do they paste this in someone's fucking rec room? The WWF smoking room <laughs> yeah, over here. Seriously, what are they put on a record and drinking some fucking? Bordeaux? Yeah. Against Sorry. Bobby the Brain Heenan. That's right. Sal Bolomo and Bobby Heenan again. Tonight. Also, How many times are we doing this match? Jones against Playboy Buddy Rose. <gasps> Rick McGraw against Wait, what? Brutus He's back? Right. Rocky Johnson against Big John Stud. reads. David Sammartino will take on strong Hold on, Ken folks. Patera. I have to read harder. David will have Father Bruno in his corner. Oh, Father Ken Bruno. Ken will have... Luel Bano he's so in his excited. <laughs> Plus, he's very happy. Jimmy I think he's selling something on QVC. Plus, if you call now, we yeah. will throw in the shipping for free and a free pen. Roddy Piper and Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> Why did we, everyone always have pens to With give away right in the now, 90s? What was it? On this edition they, of just World Wrestling extremely cheap or something? Cheap to make and a good marketing tool because yeah. the number and the info is on there. Here's Rowdy, Piper. Look at this shot. Piper. Oh, God. Did he go to Live Aid? You're what is that? Guy, first of all, I do exactly what I want to at all times. And what you're going to do, you're going to take them itty bitty paws off the mic and just turn around and get him. Oh, it's a towel like Jimmy Snuka. Ah, he's wearing it. Oh, pie, I see. Oh, boy. This is your average modern Fijian woman. 
They keep him busy over there. Huh? This is the kind of he thing really is such an asshole, he is, isn't he? For me to fight. The biggest dick in the company he is. <laughs> look at this now. Just take a just take a look how silly I look. What you're looking at is not not your average modern Fijian woman. What you're looking at is somebody who don't wear no silly little skirt. You're looking at somebody who's what? all man. I mean, just let's think about it for a second, Boston. <laughs> What's the Boston Grandma Schnooker? Uh, just let's think about it for a second. This, this is funny. the same man. It's always in the Boston. little things that get me with my very random shit. Grandma Schnooker. They say, well, you were let's just say grandma a lot and well, make it humorous. Okay, so is Johnny V. Next, yeah. time, next time, don't be so foolish as to get counted out. So I come back in a return match with your grand champion, Hulk Hogan, and I give him grand the rip again. Then that night, I went out and beat up the entire town of Boston. <laughs> I guess and watch then they isn't even like on. Some guy they call the living legend, super. No, 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 not Bruno San Martino. That is the old legend. This is the living legend now, Jimmy Superfly. See, Look, I told you. Yeah. And this is the oh, guy. Oh, he that was I'm here before. Be oh, you weren't there. Yeah. You weren't there when it's I. It's like a concerted chair. effort to oh, make him old. Because they're going in a new direction, right? Yeah, exactly. I think we're talking too much. I'm getting a fax right now from Jason Ward. To do what I do. You people wouldn't have. Sorry, Jason. To go in this. This guy's got veins in his teeth, man. <laughs> this guy with all them muscles all over the place, except for in his head. Because <laughs> most of them are in the chair, and the other part of them are in a coconut place in Allentown. <laughs> this is the Al guy that's going to come out and do some damage to me. Because oh, he did it in Allentown. Like that's why. Yeah. Kid who's flying Not the murder. Me on the head with chair. I got all Paul right. Orndorff. <sighs> Paul Orndorff, he's my friend. <laughs> Talking about Boston. We're going Matthews. back to that you now? Come he's for my a friend. Fight. <laughs> Paul Orndorff and I will take on anyone at any time, oh. but especially... So he's like hyperventilate and he's gonna pass out in a second this is the guy that's gonna take you and pile drive you down on the concrete and finish your neck you see i am hot rod i am the man with the answers don't you wish you were that is a hell of a promo yeah, that's really good hell of a promo from piper you back you know in his prime oh what is this the hillbilly man joe hi folks i'm doing commentary already <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was selling VHS tapes out there. Already getting a start here. Beta Max and Laserdisc. It was already uh, looking to be, you know, a bit of a salesman, mate. Mm -hmm. All right. For those of you on the audio, the Hillbilly is now on the uh, the little platform where Vince and Bruno are. He's with them, so I guess he's going to be a person now. <laughs> Lord only knows. Let's hear it. We've asked this uh, young man to step up here next week. Uh, we'd like to find out. Oh, we got Just the battleship for this one again. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, there has been a special request by Roddy Piper that you appear on Piper's Pit. What? Next Excuse me? <laughs> Damn. Well, Mr. McMahon, I don't hardly see how I can refuse all my people want me to. I'll be glad to be on Piper's Pit. Okay. 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 The Hillbilly Man. The Hillbilly Man. Thank you very much. Still with Donna name. Vince doesn't even ask him. I like the cell like he doesn't, he's never been on TV before. Is this it? Wow. When's Hogan? Yeah, is he ever on this show? Is he done in Japan yet? I mean, we know he's fighting these house shows, so I guess he is. He's a champion, so he's got to come back sometime. He does. Gotta defend that title once a month, you know? You have to. Every 30 days, you get suspended for that. You know, that's why Sean was suspended in 93. Is it twice a month? 
No, once a month. Once a month. Once every 30 days. Once every 30 days. Absolutely. He's bigger than I thought he was. He's such a big guy. Oh. Oh. oh, we'll get you back up into the more, ring in just a moment or two for more action. exciting fucking action. There we go. <laughs> Still a great line. Yeah. What do we got? Weighing 240 I see Brett. Brett hey, Hart. Man. Brett Hart. His hair is very shitty. Still Brett Hart. Oh, yeah, it'll be Brett for a while. He's yeah. fighting. A dynamite? Shit. Who is that? Jack Reynolds at ringside oh. along with Angelo Mosca. Oh. Angelo. You know, when you talk about uh. Angelo Mosca, yeah. I think he's a great commentator, and I also like Mafia movies and the Goodfellas movie, and I like The Sopranos. I like those things. And I like Sid and Keithy. And my name is Peter Winson, and I host GFA Live. So it comes out when I fucking feel like it. Tonga Kid, Jimmy Snooker. That's my plug for Petey. Oh. That's what I do. Oh, right. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, I had to... I, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> I was... I was... I was turning my mic off. I meant to... to do mine, but I turned the volume down instead on this. Anyway, but this Brett the Hitman... Who the fuck is he fighting? Uh, Gilbothy or whatever. What's his name? That Fine. Gibraltar. What's no, his, I don't know his name. I was too anyway. busy doing a horrible impression of somebody. Yeah, you're right. Gino, uh, Dimitri something. I don't know. Anyway, now that we've, we've seen Bret Hart since day one here in the WF, what is your what is your opinion of him I mean, he's, from the he's, beginning? He's not doing much, you know what I mean? <laughs> they also barely have let him on championship. He's doing all these Canada tapings. Well, he's a big star over there in Canada, Joe. The biggest Alberta that yeah. there is. He's fundamentally they, sound. They know who he is. They know who he is. He's hey, fundamentally good. Kid. But they're in, you know, they're in, they're in Ontario here. They're not in Alberta. Look how bored everyone looks. He looks like the game of Clue. He's got no gimmick or anything. He's Earl Mustard's back there like, fuck this. Guy in black underwear and he just fights. He could be Jim Powers for yeah. all I care. But he will be something is what matters when he will. One day he'll be fine. Uh, well How are these two a real thing? This is the equivalent. This is seriously the 1984 equivalent of Sean Mooney and Alfred Hayes. It really is, though. It's that. You know what I mean? Brett sits an arm thing. Really bad. Really wrestling here. I, I'm not even sold on the fact that Jack Reynolds even knows what wrestling is. He doesn't. Right? I mean, he just has a good voice, I think. He just works here. What, wasn't he like a radio guy or something before? I don't know too much about him. It's just Cleveland to him. Isn't his real name like Jack Rizzo or something? Maybe. Joe Rizzo. And why is Dimitri getting offense on Brett Hitman? It's Garabello. It's not Dim <laughs> Whatever. It you're right. It, it Excuse me. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. You're a little hair pull. Yeah, he just has a good voice. Like, can't you hear him being like, uh, next up, we got the latest from the Eagles here on 1019. You know, like that yeah. type of thing. He's got yeah. that voice. This is Take It Easy by the Eagles. I haven't listened to enough Eagles lately. I need to get some no, of that, sure you have. that in my, my life you know what? You know what I was listening to today very uncharacteristically for me? I was listening to the Turtles uh, soundtrack again. But Speaking of things that fly through the air, yeah. I was listening to the Birds, like three albums. Couldn't get into them, man. I've tried so They're many right. times, the Birds. And then I switched over complete 180, maybe a 150. Billy Squire. Remember him? Yeah, I know him. Yeah. From the 80s. Yeah, and I listened to a Billy Squire album. It was fine. Um, he went with a sleeper hold? What the fuck was that? He won with a sleeper hold, Joe. You know, when you're going to do a sleeper, you got to do it right. You got to get there. I mean, this match was appropriate to end with a sleeper hold because it put me to sleep. That's what the crowd is doing, Norm talking Kimber. About, talking about the Eagles and the birds and the, and the 
Uh, so wait a second, wait a second. Glenn Fry. Okay. Such an asshole, Glenn Fry. Glenn, Glenn Fry. Uh, no, he was. He was. Why is oh, the Why is oh, the more? Oh, oh, okay. Wait, wait. Well, hang on. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Why are the kids wrestling? Why are they letting the kids wrestle? Well, you see, Mike. Anyway, I do want to point this out, Michael. Yes. Princess over uh, there. Okay. They advertised last week that the midgets were going to be oh, here. Yeah, okay. We didn't uh, really get it. So what? No, what these they, these what, guys what, do. They cut them off the the main show. Well, they didn't make the cut. No, uh, the cut time ran short. Yeah. Do these guys? Uh, okay. They do the fights. Oh yeah. Okay. Now Glenn Fry. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're done with that. So this is this big Haiti kid match that they were hyping. Yeah, but against who? Was it like Sunny Boy Hayes or somebody? Who was it? Something like that. I can't see. Like, <laughs> the rope he with, with the ropes in the way. I can't because see. Because he's short, Quinn. This guy. This guy. This midget's jacked. This isn't fair. He's like 5'1". Holy shit. See, this is what I don't Butch like. Butch Cassidy. Yeah, this right. is what I don't like when it's like, why is it just a larger child? Like it's, well, it's like not it's he's but he's normal size. Michael, Michael. Yeah. They have big wrestlers and short wrestlers that wrestle in the heavyweight division. I guess so. Ivan Putsky is short. This guy's this midget's jacked. This Butch Cassidy. Holy shit. He is a big shit. boy, but you think who's winning? Oh my goodness. Is Haiti winning? Nice wrist lock takedown by Haiti. We gotta call this straight, obviously. Yeah. Irish rope by Haiti. No, a wrist lock again, and he is fired up. Haiti's fierce right now. He is fierce. Cassidy backs it in the corner. Referee. Wait, both, these, both these midgets are pretty. They're, they take no shit, these two. They, this is serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they. I mean, it's for the midget division. I mean, somebody's gotta win the title in the midget division. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> uh, Greco Roman there, and uh, I don't Butch know why Cassidy people overlook the, these midgets because they're below them. Stop! But you're so, why? Because you're just looking straight ahead. You're bound to miss them. Don't make the jokes, Joe. They're, I'm sorry. They're, they're really good. No, they, we know this. We're experts. Well, Tiger Jackson's the best one. I wish we were getting him. Oh, oh Haiti broke out of it. Stomped on the fingers of Butch Cassidy. Stomped on the foot. Stomped on the See, foot. The thing, the thing. Double leg. Why? Why it's skillful to be a midget wrestler is because the tactics are completely different. Well, you have, have you ever noticed? They're, no. they're totally different tactics. No, they do the same ladies uh, slingshot into nothing. That don't, don't say that. They do. The ladies do that too. It's a moolah special. Do they have ladies midget wrestling? Because like, is that another like division? Is there like a midgets ladies edition? It's a little too special for me. What about <laughs> ladies midget luchador wrestling? While Ooh. we're at it, okay. Okay. Remember when the minis came to WF? That when they were those were the luchas. The, mini the, Vader, mini man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember. That was great. Uh, nice side headlock there by uh, Haiti. Oh, Cassidy pulled the hair, turned it over one. Oh. You know when you know wrestling's like not like not mainstream? Not on the up and up? Is why? when the midgets are there, honestly. Like, that's when they bring in the midgets again. Because remember back when they hit the decline in like 94, 95, they brought the midgets back? No. It's like finally like, it's you know what it is? Is the under divisions in WWF. Is that a pun? No, it's not. See, the, the the remember how they tell us in the canon how there's like all this wrestling going on that we don't see. Yeah. Like when they when they can't afford as many wrestlers, then then the then they got to move the midgets up the card. Not gonna make half the money. Yeah. Well, wait, what? They they don't make half the money. The midgets? Uh, maybe they do. I don't what? know what they make. I don't know. I assume Big that right the, hand by Butch. this midget circuit is still going. It's just off air. Like. I mean, they say it's world. The World Wrestling Federation is world class. And there's, there's. They don't say it's world class. Yeah, they do. Leg drop by Butch stealing the Hulkster's finisher, but he doesn't yeah. go for the cover. 
For all we know, this the winner gets to fight the midget champion, whoever that is. Better be Tiger Jackson. If it's not, yeah. uh, we, there's hell to pay. I would say so. <laughs> would you? Uh, yeah. I mean, Tiger Jackson's like the whole Kogan of midgets. <laughs> he, He's fucking awesome. Chinlock by um, this Lynch guy, Cassidy. Dave Coulier over here. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> you are all under arrest. Anyway, <laughs> axe hand, single oh. axe handle there by... Uh, Butch Irish whip on the Haiti kid. Off the ropes comes the kid. I wonder Drop if, kick on the button. I wonder if in any in any wrestling ever, <laughs> you know how they have like Ezekiel. Oh no, you're, la you're laughing. Ezekiel and WF now. I wonder if any midget like left for a couple years and then he came back as like an adult like midget, like or not a midget. What are he's, you like, he's saying? A, just a regular sized wrestler, and he's like, I I was him or whatever, and he grew up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, did they ever, did they ever try to pull that? You know what I mean? Quinn, only you. Only <laughs> you could even think of that. Well, I mean, they're doing it now with the Ezekiel and, and Elias guy. Yeah, yeah but not, yes, they're, I know. They're not the same, by the way. No, I know. They proved it the other night. I, I saw, know, I saw, I saw that it on face-to-face -face last week. It yeah, was no, unbelievable. I know. I saw it. it was great. It was crazy. I think your boy Hades won in this one. Uh, one, two, no, kick out by Butch. See that same guy Honestly, there in the though, front? Haiti, when he first comes in, he's really nice. But then it's like he gets mean later when, like, Mr. T backs him up. Are you I, sure? I always noticed it. Like, I was like, why is he so mean Isn't with the other Isn't he just mad that they cut his hair? I don't know. But I think that's all it is. He's, he's pretty, I, I think it, it turns, you know, his, his mentality in the ring. It's more aggressive. You, you'd say he um, he has a short fuse? He does. Do you like Lord Littlebrook? I'm a big fan. <laughs> he's all right. Like I Isn't said, that Bob Uecker's I can't even believe Tiger Jackson didn't make it to WrestleMania 3. If you know, that's some like, bullshit of bringing in 89-year-old little beaver. Yeah. Cassidy oh. misses a charge in the oh. corner like he's Ken Patera 88. Roll up by... Uh, that was a hard-fought victory there it for Haiti was. Kid. That was like a better match. That was like an actual match, yeah. right? It's like that wasn't even like a bullshit. There wasn't like a bunch of midget moves. No, there was no like. Throwing. I've been telling you for years this this division's competitive. No one bit the ref in the ass yeah. or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Mark Summers in 1986. He does. He does. 86 Summers. Like double dare era, yeah. like when it started. I wonder if somebody ever made a creator wrestler called 1986 Mark Summers. <laughs> Can someone? Yeah, just like <laughs> very specifically. If you have a, <laughs> if you currently are playing a WWE WF at the time video game where you can do a creator wrestler, eighty six Mark Summers, 80, Mark Summers eighty six. Yeah, remember Hogan eighty six or Somebody's whatever. Somebody's also gonna make these two. Yeah, true. Uh, there's probably somebody who literally is like trying to track down like everyone ever, like even the midgets, the women, everything. That's true. You're yeah. right. Uh, by the way, try cowtails. Oh yeah, them. We don't eat them on the air anymore because way too many people complain, and that's a, no. a fair complaint. The thing is, 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 is Tiger Jackson would eventually make it to WrestleMania, right? Yeah, you know, we were talking about yes, WrestleMania 10. Quinn. Yeah. Yes, Thank yes. Goodness. But he's not at three, and he yeah. should be, and it's bullshit that he's not. Sorry, I just I you know me, I'm a big fan of this division. So. Do you want one of these over there by you? I have two. No, thank you. Okay. What about the um, 
This one. Oh, look at this. Remember Holiday Sunday Slaughter? He's gone. He found the Holiday Edition. Okay. Dancing in the Dark. What? He read uh, WF uh, Magazine. Oh, what is this crap? I don't know, dude. <laughs> Beefcake wants you. Hey. He's going to wrestle? Victory Magazine, Dave. I don't know. Let's play keyboard. It's weird that this edition came out when Sergeant Slaughter left. It's ironic, isn't it? There it is. And that'll do it. Well, I got to say, Michael Quinn, that was a fun episode. Yeah, I was, I was happy with it. I had no problem with it. I think it's interesting that we are really close to 1985 now. Right. Because, I mean, you and I know. We, we try to not look into the future in this one. We try to not do this I with never too much hindsight. This, I don't, yeah. How do I get there? <laughs> well, time we machine. Don't, we don't need roads, I'll tell you yeah. that much. But uh, in all seriousness, I mean, we, we try to do this linearly. Linearly? Linearly. Linearly. Um, without too much hind- linoleum. Yeah. Without too much hindsight. But too it much isn't. With, or Heine. Yeah, yeah, definitely That's not. why Bruce Beefcake wasn't on this episode. Thank so goodness. a lot less Heine. A lot less Heine. But it is interesting to see, knowing what we do know, Mm-hmm. about WrestleMania 1 in March of 85. It is interesting to see the pieces very slowly start to come together. The most telling thing, and I know we're going to see more of this, was Lou Albano. He didn't look happy there. His demeanor, and especially, yeah, he didn't look happy with some of the things Roddy Piper was saying. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone's tired of Ruddy at this point. Everyone is tired of Ruddy, and you know what, Quinn? It's just a matter of time before Hulk Hogan has had enough of Ruddy Piper. Maybe we, he's watching on and Japanese television, keeping up with this shit. <laughs> After Ribera, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but f- Who doesn't like Ribera? <laughs> Who doesn't like Ribera? But folks, we thank you for liking us here, whether you're on the audio or the video. We really do appreciate you being with us here for uh, episode 276 on the audio version of the show, or just the 1984 canon here on YouTube. The quick reminders, and then we're out of your way here. Follow us on Twitter, if you haven't yet, at OVP Podcast. If you're on YouTube watching this for the first time or anything like that or listening, Subscribe to us here on YouTube, our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast, and join our Facebook group. Facebook has a, a group on it. You can There's a search bar. Quinn knows all the details. He'll tell you one day. Yeah, but it's on the other show. It's on the other thing. But basically, join the group and talk to us about old wrestling. And we've got new stuff coming up for July. We have got In Your House 2 on the pay-per-view review tier. That goes back to everything of the first WrestleMania like we were just talking about here. Right. And the Monday Night Raw canon, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. But until next week for July 4th, I am Joe Morata. That's Michael Quinn. And we are out of here. See ya. What in a world, what goes through your minds? That is the sickest thing I have ever seen, and the first time I have ever seen the giant rendered totally helpless, Bobby. What in a... You might say we cut him down to size, just like we're going to cut Hulk Hogan down to size. While the air is clear now, there is only one giant, and that's the man that's coming in here. Seven foot plus, 400 pounds plus. And I understand today you have a present for me. Yes, I have a bag of Andrea's hair for you. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. You asked for it and you got it. I tell you what, I don't think you're gonna well, be you allowed to survive. You know something, Mean Gene or Little Man or all you people out there? When I had Andre Kempeter and I had Andre down on the mat, he fought us like crazy. And as I clipped away at his hair, the strength seeped right out of him. Now we have Hulkamania, the world's heavyweight champion, coming after Big John Studd, the giant, trying to avenge his friend, Andrea. Well, Hulkamania, 
right here in the Meadowlands. It's going to be you and I, the two biggest men in wrestling today. And when the night is over and the smoke clears, standing next to Bobby Heenan, bag of hair from Andrea, he's going to be holding up in the other hand a gold heavyweight championship belt, and you'll be gone out of the picture. wrestling history in one month. Cut the giant to size and the new heavyweight champion of the world. And am I on a roll or am I on a roll? You you could use a little of this, pal. Oh, please. Maybe we could transfer. Neverland's on the 10th, Monday night in East Rutherford, 730.